everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Hello. Bradley Ellis. Hey. Brandon Jones. And on the switcher, Ian Hank. Let's play Recruit Me and Ignore How Sick We Are Tonight. This is, of course, a segment where patrons of Easy Allies submit RPG characters to join our party. You just broke your own rule, dude. What? Yeah, We're just filming. Can't. Oh, that's I broke a Regis too. rule. Like, yeah, a Regis rule. Last week in podcast, dude, podcasts are you. You have to break down those walls and invite yourself to be the passenger of somebody's car. <laughs> Not if you're Regis. No, yeah. but like Regis doesn't do a podcast. Not that you know. Regis of. is driving. <laughs> He's driving. I would love like the co- because like you know when it was Regis and Kathy they would bring someone else in it's like some football player would come in you know it's like oh yeah. Regis is on assignment or whatever I would love just some completely random person to come in you know for you like yeah. and Bob Saget is now hosting the Easy Allies podcast tonight. oh that like, would be oh, really yeah. fun yeah you know uh, no you know, right you're allowed it. to be unprofessional you're about to be chill we're we're friends with everybody you know that's the kind of vibe you want to have inviting them to have a discussion about video games with us. Now let's decide who we're going to kick out of our RPG yeah, team. Yes, now we have our RPG team. <laughs> uh, this, this submission comes from Token Gamer. I am a time-traveling robot from oh, the no. distant future. No. And I Clank. have very Clank. high defense, and I deal a lot of damage with my shoulder beam cannon. Okay. Cool. I am loud and clunky and cannot fit into doorways, so stealth <laughs> and indoor missions are a no-go for me. <laughs> <laughs> My well? name is Big Boy Mark Five. Would you have me join this party? Yeah, you know, I, I'm curious about the time. Ta- so, time travel from the future to the past now stuck. He's I'm stuck. assuming. Okay. okay, Big Boy is stuck. So, Big Boy's not going to bail on us. Big right. Boy's not going to like go back in time and retcon anything that we do. Like broke down or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it might also be inferred that Big Boy is here for a reason. Was sent to this particular sure. time for a reason. Yeah. There's no way back. World altering. <sighs> Consequences. Consequences. Here. Yes. All right. Here's the thing, huh? Well, our main living antagonist can see one day into the future. So who do we need to stop him? Somebody from the future. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's. Go ahead. I'm like. I'm fine with him not being able to fit through anything. Yeah, I think that's totally fine. If there's somewhere we need to go through, we can have him just blight it up from outside if we really need to. If we mm-hmm. got to infiltrate some strong base with enemies inside it. Let him rip. You know yeah. what I'm thinking of is like the first Lord of the Rings movie where they have to cross that bridge with the Balrog. Mm-hmm. It's we would have to leave Big Boy behind. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. It's like he'll if, stand his ground. He, understand, <laughs> he yeah. understands from that description. From <laughs> yeah. that description, it sounds like he's like, I know I'm not gonna make it all the way. You know? Exactly. Yeah, dude. In. And you're gonna say goodbye to me at yeah. some point. I so vote, I vote in. Until in. then. I vote him it in. sounds like Ian's down, yeah. Oh, I'm way in. It sounds yeah. like we're renting Big Boy. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like... <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. He's a rental. He's sure. like an appliance for us. All right. Big Boy Mark V is in the party. We'll see if he survives at the end of this podcast. Please begin corrections music. I did bad math last week about Dragon Quest XI, which doubled the sales revenue of Dragon Quest yes. IX. So that means it sold about the same because Dragon Quest IX was on DS. So it was okay. about $35. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sold definitely more than Dragon Quest Nine did. Dude, here's the thing: don't get excited though. More than that, more than DS, those DS bucks. Yes, more bucks Took than the it DS game. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, Huber. Today, Square Enix was proud to announce the game has shipped and digitally sold more than four million copies. Dude, that's really good, right? Yes, that's really good. Yes, but 
3.2 to 3.4 million of those are exclusively in Japan. So that means <laughs> worldwide, this game sold 600,000 oh to 800,000 copies digitally and physically. That's crazy. That is crazy but bad. But it still did better than other Dragon Quest games here. Still better. Right? Still better than Okay, yeah. wait. Oops, I just oh, no. hope it's enough for them to continue to support yeah. the franchise in the West. Exactly. Kyle, clarification, okay. please. Yeah. You, you mean it sold 600,000 outside of Japan? Yes. Okay. You said worldwide, 000. which would be everywhere. You're right, excuse me. Everywhere right. outside okay. of Japan. When yeah. they wow. announced this today? That, when did yeah, that, the formula okay. was announced today. Dude. Uh, Gematsu, thanks for good picking that up. Good vibes. That is good vibes? Very good vibes. I, I, Huber, I wish it did more, dude. I know. Be, so I'm how much did take, you do again? 600,000? We take what we can get, right? Yeah, yeah. 800, yeah. We had to do the math of subtraction for that. I think it being around Spider-Man probably hurt yeah. a lot. Yeah. I think it came out like a rough time for that. Thanks, Not a Parker. lot of promotion. Yeah. yeah thanks, thanks, Parker. Appreciate God. that. Uh, a lot of Cloud Atlas the movie support in the comments last week. <laughs> Wait, what? A lot of people. Cloud Atlas I saw fans it, Mike. Yeah, I showed up. One. Ian loves Cloud Atlas. Did he talk about it? What? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are you talking about? I didn't know Ian loved Cloud Atlas. Ian, oh, why do you love that movie? Dang it. <laughs> exposed. Exposed. I didn't hate Cloud Atlas, but I didn't really like. No, it. I remember. No, th this is not just a random throwaway comment. I remember it. No, Game trailers. Elise and Don loved Cloud Atlas. Guilty by association. Yeah, I just I saw it. Okay. <laughs> there, there are some some heartwarming moments from Cloud Atlas overall, though, man. Especially near the yeah, end of that movie. It is like, not great. No, no, no. She, our she, community loves it. She shows up. On the, Halle Berry shows up in this amazing technological boat, the coolest boat you've ever seen in your life. Uh -huh. And then it's like, all right, we got to hike to that mountain. And you're like, you don't have a helicopter on the boat? Like, you don't have a plane on this gigantic what kind of boat are we hydro talking about? mastery thing that you can't like it sounds like you're talking about a ship it's like a cruise ship it's, like, it's, okay. like, it's just her it's like, yeah. she like pulls up the island and then it's like I don't know how I'm gonna get to that mountain Jones that doesn't like, sound like a story problem on. to me that and sounds like this, a nitpick dude. and there's a there's a lot of like Pick. fake language so it's like in the future so they talk cool. in their own sassy way about some tarn John things John speaks the true true and you're like okay. what yeah it's kind of that like you know Mad Max 3's <laughs> oh, kind of stuff right. yeah. okay a lot of in the before time, <laughs> sorry. But I mean, like, no before shade. Time. No shade. Yeah. No shade. No shade. And from what I hear, the book is good. The first history it. man says no shade. Uh, Wachowski's 10 out of 10. Even more support yeah. for Mr. Driller. Our audience we showed up for Mr. Cool. Driller. Yes. Dude, I was watching that playthrough. I was transfixed. Uh, fun fact, Mr. Driller is canonically Dig Dug's son. Whoa. Whoa! Those two games are tied more. together. I know, me too. And that I'm like, oh, weird. here we go. Tell me more about Mr. Driller. Mr. Driller okay. Cinematic yes. Universe. Yeah, the Cinematic Universe. Uh, Netflix show when? Uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo is the first game in its franchise. Just okay. a funny title. Okay. Uh, and the $100 edition of Red Dead Redemption 2 does not include the game. And correction music, please. <laughs> <laughs> it has been... Wait, what? Did I miss something? What? Was that a bit? No, that's no, real, that was, We that's talked about the $100 edition. You can buy a $100 edition of yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 that there does were, not include the game. There were two different $100 editions, and I guess one doesn't include the game. Whoa. Better pick uh, the right $100 one. Better <laughs> <laughs> choose wisely. Yeah. Yeah. Better read up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been a really interesting seven days, a week of video game news. Right. Uh, lots of good stuff. I think we got to start with BlizzCon. Okay. Uh, I think it reaches the furthest. Uh, BlizzCon is, of course, Blizzard's convention once a year. What was the one, what was the one for Warframe? What? 
Warframe. Warframe has its own convention. Warcon? And, uh, no. it, well, it's it's a silly word. Like it's like Linacon. You know, it's like they have their own name yeah. for it. Ian's on it. Uh, so anyway, this is Blizzard's version <laughs> of that, back. right? Blizzard fans <laughs> pay for Tenocon. Blizzard piggybacking off Warframe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, Tenocon. Tenocon. Yes. So Blizzard saw Tenocon and there's like, we want one of those. And so that's what we have. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good bit. I'm this sure that was the one. You had it there for a minute. It's, no, it's in my mind because we'll get to it. Uh, uh, so anyway, BlizzCon, was, they have a big opening ceremony where they have lots of big Blizzard announcements. Uh, uh, there's a new Overwatch <laughs> character. There's a new Heroes of the Storm character, new Hearthstone expansion. World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft Classic is coming out this summer. Things like that. Uh, you know, let's start with Warcraft 3 Reforged. That's almost a game announcement. Because it's not like StarCraft Remastered, mm-hmm. which came out last year. Yeah. It was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, I downloaded it, dude, yeah. and tried to play online. Bare bones. It was a wasteland. Yeah. Wait, Wait yeah. you tried to play StarCraft yeah. Remastered? Because you, yes. like, you like, um, what's the mode? I don't know. It ends with an S. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> yes, I forget. I'm sorry. That's so crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to play it. How yeah. booting up StarCraft? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know. Didn't wow. work out. And so it was basically, if you owned StarCraft, it was just basically a reskin for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so remastered is kind of it's just basically kind of it just makes it easier to play on modern PCs. Yes, yeah, so which is a uh, launcher, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is cool. So Warcraft Three happening, you kind of have some expectations of like, ah, oh, it'll probably just be like that. But yeah. nah, this is a complete. It is not Warcraft Three remastered. It is Warcraft Three re reforged. Yeah. Right. Excuse re-forged. me. Reforged. So yeah, what does reforged mean? It looks like it was built from the ground up. Yeah, it, was. it looks like they, they, they like that. changed yeah. a lot of the character models and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know if the voice acting is the same or if it's new. Uh, that's a good question because they did announce that they're going to add in lore that connects it better to World of Warcraft. So oh, there's going to be some changes. That's a selling point. Yeah, so that's fa- pretty cool. Yeah, especially with Classic coming up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's going to be a trip. Yeah, so. replay both of those. Exactly. Well, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I assume because of that announcement, there's got to be some new VO in there somewhere. I don't sure, know. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I just think that's really cool. I think it's cool that w- I, maybe it's because it is uh, polygons that it takes more work and mm-hmm. they had to do this work. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's exciting. That's exciting to do with Warcraft 3. Yeah. That's coming out 2019. We all buying that? Yeah. Like, does, oh it, does it work today? Does it work in 2018? That yeah. game? Yeah. yeah. We played it. I'm very okay. tempted to play that again. And you had a good time yeah. playing yeah. it? Yeah. At, yeah. Hell of a yeah. good time playing it. it okay. It Honestly, we, we did our BlizzCon reactions, which should be going up in the, in the week, but... We like Ben and, and Brad and all we're all just like blown away by how good it plays today. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. still uh, plays really well. Yeah, and I should note that it still has like the the level creator thing that it had. Yeah, and so that will still be there. Yeah, so you can still it. make your own tower defense and still make your own mobas. And yeah, so, I'm waiting for someone to make Dota again. Yeah, the next like hit genre could still come out of Warcraft Three. Evolves. That's evolves. the mode I love. There it is. Evolves. Yes. <laughs> evolves. Playing, if you're playing Evolves on StarCraft Remastered, hit me up. Let's play. <laughs> Let's play a match. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so uh, yeah, it's I think it's like a it's a Better Call Hogue uh, situation here with the what whole with the whole Dota. Thing. What do you mean? What? Because Dota originally Dota right. originally in Warcraft three when right. Warcraft three launched. Yes. And now it's a Valve property. Mm-hmm. So with Warcraft three reforged, are they going to be able to make? A MOBA just called something, but they just, call just it, can't I mean, call it Dota. That's the thing yeah. is they didn't make Defense of the Ancients. That was just people on their own. Yeah. It was the yeah. d- who he now he works, works at Valve, Valve. Or right? So 
can yeah I guess you just, just call it like a, Dodo or yeah. Doder so you evolves, just make it Evolves had Doder. Goku in it yeah. like Doder. you can, you can yeah. go nuts cool just call it Doder 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 okay how you playing Doder uh, the big hubbub though is of course another game announcement Diablo Immortal yeah a new Diablo game exclusively for mobile platforms mm-hmm. iOS and Android mm-hmm. uh, NetEase Games is the developer this is a Chinese uh, company that also publishes a lot of Blizzard games in China so there's a pre-established relationship there uh, that game uh, basically is Diablo 3 has the exact same classes except for Witch Doctor as Diablo 3 and they basically look the same as Diablo 3 but whole new story takes place between 2 and 3 Deckard Kane is in yep uh, <laughs> hype <laughs> and Still uh, sold as an MMO in the trailer itself they showed 10 characters kind of partying up uh, but I guess you can do instanced raids of four people what is an instance I did it what so does that mean it was like a boss area section like that you get queue up to join with other people and it like queued me up with three other randoms there and that was an instance yeah okay instance meaning yeah you, no one's just gonna randomly stroll yeah. into that it's thing your, it's, it's like private. private the moment you yeah. load it it's just you and those people yeah cool 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 <clears throat> so yeah that is uh that was the announcement it was not met with no widespread applause no Backlash. There's Much been a big backlash, backlash yes. that we should probably discuss on this very podcast. <laughs> sure. uh, it wasn't what people were attending were expecting. Mm-hmm. Right. It was slu- It was in a bad spot. Like it was the finale, it was the right? Finale of BlizzCon. Yeah. Yes. yes. And w- I need just a little clarification on this because I'm uh, <laughs> doing some examination of what trailers we should talk about on the next episode of Trailer <laughs> Jones. Mm-hmm. And like I've like seen the trailer now, but like did the trailer announce the thing? Like, do they send out? Uh, do they say Diablo Immortal remember, and then throw the guy, trailer? Up? I remember a guy coming out and talking. I don't remember which one was first though. Because I mean, that's a huge deal for me. That sure. like, there's this three minute cinematic that then at the that's end, like, epic. oh yeah, it's a mobile game. You know, like if they knew, or, you know, going into that that there was a mobile game, that's one thing. If gotcha, they didn't, that's I feel like question. the trailer was first. Oh I can't, boy, because I can't it was remember. awesome looking, dude. We oh, were all boy. like, dude, this looks cool. Yeah, like you know? very story focused and. And we knew Blizzard said, "Hey, we're working on multiple Diablo projects." Right. I think I think you hear that you can kind of assume one of those is going to be mobile. When they say multiple, yeah. Yes, and so yeah, I, uh, it's weird. The reaction isn't so much that. Uh, I mean, partially it's like, hey, this is the fran- I've seen you know people say, hey, the franchise ruined. I think that's an oversimplification. I think a lot of people just don't want this mobile game. Oh yeah, of course. And I think it reflects poorly upon Blizzard. Yes, this company that is always innovating, always truly caring about the things that it's putting out. Um, maybe not innovating as much as just excelling at every single game they make. Mm-hmm. They want it to be distinctly Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just to have this kind of offshoot mobile game, I guess, seems unusual for what the company is known for. It just wasn't the place for it. You have the most diehard loyal fans of Blizzard mm-hmm. coming to BlizzCon, paying huge amounts of cash, and you're going to give them... A Diablo game that's not even Blizzard. It's NetEase and Blizzard. So, and it's not on PC. So it was like, I feel like it was alienating to the the core Blizz, BlizzCon Blizzard mm-hmm. fan base. Yes. And the people that are probably going to get the most out of this game aren't necessarily huge Diablo fans. You know, this feels like it is targeting other players. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just don't think it was necessarily the best place to announce it, let right. alone the way they did last and, closing the show. And that's why I wanted to remember uh, uh, the Warframe thing. What is it called? Tokacon? 
Tenocon. Tenocon. Uh, because when they showed new stuff for Warframe, that audience went wild. Yeah. They went ballistic for the most tiny things, but then when they showed huge things, the audience exploded. And BlizzCon should be that. They should be that in tune with their audience where they're okay with showing things that are intricate and plain. It's not a flashy trailer. Here's what our games are doing. And that audience should be going nuts. And mm -hmm. it didn't. They, they, I guess they felt pressure to put on more of a show or something. <laughs> Wait, what, just Diablo or their games in general? Uh, just Diablo. I mean, with their games in general, it's that kind of thing, right? You watch a lot of trailers. It, it's known for its trailers. Yeah, well, because they do, like, the panels after all that stuff. And they yeah. take, like, deep dives into the game. They show off a lot of new stuff at those kind of things. Yeah. But yeah, for the opening ceremony, I think that was an unwise decision on blizzard's part yeah like it feels so tone deaf like they totally underestimated the reaction i think to this mm -hmm. like they thought people would just be like okay with it they assume people know diablo's coming diablo apparently, 4 yeah apparently it's like in development already but I, just like announcing it the way they did if the obvious way to do it is if they had four also to show Show that then for something like that to like, like okay you get your cake and eat it too kind of thing like that. Mm -hmm. But this is just like here's this none of you really wanted it though. Mm -hmm. You just don't See drum later. roll the mobile game. You yeah, don't exactly. drum roll the yeah. mobile. Don't, game. Yeah, yeah, don't drum what roll. A line. You yes. come in like like this is a type of thing that I get handed to me when I walk into the convention center. Yeah. You know like oh hey check out I just Diablo and come mobile. in and I'm just like mm -hmm. oh cool and then what's whoa and then <laughs> yeah. like everyone's yes, kind of talking yeah. to each other like what the hell is this oh, you know and everyone's like wait and so like by the time the show starts you're like. I want to know. I got this code from Mortal. Like, oh, it's oh, okay, cool, neat. All right. Yes. You know, like then now I'm kind of excited about this. That's curious because they clearly realized like we want this to sell regardless. Because I wonder how much like I, I can see Blizzard being upset uh, at, at how this went and scratching their heads, being like, how do you know how did we go wrong? But I wonder if in their financial outlook, if they needed to get a big turnout right at launch if they needed people to buy in immediately or if this game's just going to sell because it's mobile like it's yeah. just going to sell because oh, yeah. it, it's it's going to bring new people in the franchise it's going to do a lot of good things for diablo it's like a lot of people have been have been arguing uh, in the last couple of days um but i wonder if like how big did this impact need to be at blizzcon yeah, right. <laughs> you know like for these people showing up to this thing we don't even have a release year jones <laughs> they will not commit to 2019 uh, I admittedly do not know a lot about this. I have like, not. I've seen a video that? and I've... Because yeah. it is a good theory, that right? Yeah. Like, you want everybody to be excited for it as it comes out, right? Just big... Like, if it comes like, out this week, it totally made sense almost. It's, yeah, it's like, we understand people are going to like this and, like, yeah. there's probably going to be... Like, they must have known there's probably going to be some boos and jeers, but, like, we just have to get the word out and we have to get people adopting this because it comes out next month. But yeah. if it doesn't... Like, no, what? it does not. Why? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they just did, like, a logo or something for Diablo yeah. 4, I think yeah. people would have been way so more... Cool yeah. with Throw it. a logo. Let's give talk me about like Diablo a, 4. Let's do give this. Give me like a, a one new area in Diablo 3 even. Just came out on Switch. Super relevant. Or yeah. like, back in the spotlight. A, not, a character pack. Like not even a logo. Yeah. Just be like, it's coming. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. We're yeah. working on like, it. Like we know you're all waiting for Diablo 4. We're hard at work on it. But in the meantime, like problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the reason we know Diablo 4, <laughs> excuse me, is in development uh, personally speaking, largely from uh, Jason Schreier's reporting, right. who uh, said that there was a video shot. Let me get his phrasing correct, because this is a weird situation. The Blizzard co-founder, Alan Adam, is that what he's A-D-H-A-M? Adam, I'll go with that. Recorded a video talking about, hey, there is a Diablo sequel coming in development. 
the the weird thing that got debated was whether that was any going to be in this presentation at all. Apparently, Blizzard said, no, that was never going to be part of this presentation. In fact, we didn't like that video. We didn't finish editing it. That video never finished. Mm. And so Schreier's like, yes, but it was recorded. They recorded that video. The game's in development like has gone through two tricky phases. Yeah. Diablo 4 is not coming along smoothly. Oh, two iterations with two directors. And so th they felt uncomfortable even saying, hey, this is in development. Yeah, they're not ready to talk about this Because they yet. don't even know what it's going to yeah. end up being, most likely. And that is a perfect segue into Ooh. The, like the, the deeper discussion here in the backlash and the the expectations and the desires of what we want and expect. Yes, please. You know? Yeah. And it's... Games take time. Mm -hmm. They just don't, like, come out of a, a cauldron, you know? Like, right. two iterations, two different directors. That means they've been working on this thing probably who knows how many years, chugging away. It's clearly not ready. It's probably... Uh, four years at least. Yeah, four years! Like... What was the gap between, like, Uncharted 1 and 2? Like, a couple years? Yeah. Like, that, so they've been working on that's it. That's like, interesting. They've been working on it a while. And, you know, especially you look back at Diablo 3, which had a, a tumultuous yeah. launch. Just yes. problems, you know, the auction house. And just, a, you know, a, a, a shaky launch, especially for a Blizzard game. I saw somebody point out on social media also that, like, when the first screenshots came out of Diablo 3, the fan base freaked yep. out. Oh, they didn't like our colors. They didn't yeah. like colors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, of course they're going to be playing it close to the, the chest. It's a sensitive franchise. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I didn't know that. So. About but, that but situation. What I keep thinking every time BlizzCon comes around, and I feel bad that like I just never talk about this or like compare them to other companies. Like, Blizzard's so weird. It's such a weird company like I don't think there's anyone else save for like Nintendo that has like direct ownership over so many consecutive franchises yes they're all running at the same time continually yeah meaning it's like we can't just make Red Dead and then go away for eight years and come back with another one <laughs> our you know if Rockstar was was Blizzard people have been playing Red Dead this whole time online mm -hmm. demanding year after year after year new 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 and so even when it's like oh new here's the storm character I'm like wow really like, yeah. wow, they're still, that's still crazy supporting. that they're still supporting that game. Because mm -hmm. you have these big companies that are managing, like, maybe two at a time. You know, it's like Activision's like, we got Destiny, and that's a like Call of Duty, and that's it. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. and then Blizzard's like, is, and Overwatch. so, Target right, and two. so I don't want to come across of just like, give them a break. It's just this really weird position that they're in, and I think, um, yeah, two uh, <laughs> oh my what gosh. Are, what are these numbers, sorry. Ian oh, figured out how many years yeah. there were in between Uncharted 1 and 2, which is two years. Two years to, to make Oh, it. right. And then between Diablo yeah. 2 and 3 was 12 years. 12 years. Wow. So it's been a long time. That's some good fact-checking, yeah. Ian. I like that. Cool. But I think they, as a company, I I'm surprised stuff like this doesn't happen more often because I think they're not shooting themselves in the foot, but I think they're playing with fire with BlizzCon because, like you were saying, like... They are just, it's like their audience is a bottle of soda and they're just shaking it, you know, just like, <laughs> get excited. Mm -hmm. And then like, here's this thing. And then their fans freak out and they're like, hey, you're going to react the way we want you to react. And it's like, well, you're you're just drumming them up like no other company. I know mm -hmm. to have your own event every year. Like even Sony this year was like, ah, we're not doing PSX. We just, mm -hmm. we don't have, we don't want to disappoint you again. We got on couches, you yelled at us. So like, we're just not going to, you know, we're going to do something else. 
Um, or we're, we're gonna, you know, something's coming up, or we're gonna do a bigger PSX next year, and and, and like I just think Blizzard's kind of locked into this, you know, like I think fans would riot if they didn't do a BlizzCon, and so it's like each each time we get updates from these franchises, I'm like, God, what? It's gotta be so stressful. I think about how stressful hmm. developers get when they just have to make a demo for E3, and mm-hmm. these are like huge announcements for these ongoing games. Yeah, I, uh, Jones, I really think it's that 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 point of like trying to make it too much of a show. Uh, they put that pressure on onto themselves. I don't think fans mm-hmm. need that stuff. Another one I'm thinking about is the Star Citizen convention that happened, mm-hmm. and they just chill out. Here, <laughs> just let us like show you the game right now, and that's what the audience wants, right? Mm-hmm. They want to, like, just like I talk about the podcast, like being a passenger in other people's cars. It's kind of like that. It's it, I think that expectations change. They've evolved. I don't think you have to put on a tux and say, and here's our trailer for a, a huge new game. Please applaud. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's that. I think that might be the problem. I liked what they did with StarCraft 2. Admittedly, it's super old now, but they came out. There was no video. They said, hey, we've got a new co-op hero coming. That's it. That's cool. it. Cool. Walked off. Whoa. I wonder if Diablo had maybe not shown a crazy cinematic trailer mm-hmm. or had just come out and like dialed it down a notch, you know? I'm just mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, we're hard at work on... Diablo 4, like, full transparency, you know, and it's Blizzard, like, you expect that communication as as a Blizzard right. fan, you know, so if they just came yes. out and laid know, it all man. out there. They've been kind of lacking on that front yeah. a lot of ways, like, World of Warcraft's in a really weird state totally. where the community is so mad at that company mm-hmm. for, like, the decisions they're making. Wait, tell me more about that. It's just, like, a whole thing, like, this new expansion. A lot of people are really unhappy with this game. This like, Battle of Azeroth yeah, people are mad about? Yeah, a lot of decisions they've made. Yeah, it's been really interesting. Yeah, Azeroth like, power. So the only thing I had read that they were mad about, Brad, was some story decision that no, one dude, character... It's that been re- a long ride about everything, like, systems in the game, okay. story, all that kind of stuff, like, about the dev communication with them and stuff like that. It's just been, like, an ongoing thing I've been noticing. Huh. Uh, Ian, you had a thought on this? Yeah, I think, like... Because, I mean, remember when Sony faked everybody out with the PC remaster of Final Fantasy VII? And then, like... (laughs) Yes, I I do. I just think, like... And there was a more recent example, too, where it was, like, a phone game version, and everyone was like, what? Well, the Command & Conquer Rivals. And it's just, like, these people need to either hire a different one or hire at all, like, some kind of... I feel like they're not thinking about it like a show or like marketing. They're just thinking about it as in like, hey, we got an ad deal with these people. Let's put out this thing, blah, blah, blah. They need to like arrange things and think about reactions. Because like, it's not like Blizzard didn't have a model of how people would react to this news, right? Like they should have looked at other examples and somebody should have gone, at least don't end with this. Like... Right. They have the examples. It makes no, there's no excuse. Just it's just bad showmanship. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's the difference between a game being big and well trying to make a game right, big. Right. Right. Like that was the problem with Command and Conquer. It's like there's a lot to love about that. Like that 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 could be loved. You know, like there's a way to to give that to the world and be like, okay, this is neat. Okay. It just sucks at a convention like that because the second you say C and C, what you know, yes. and like it's the same thing with Diablo, and so. I think it comes, I think what you're starting to see some devs do, which is really smart, is uh, just take a look at their game and realize this is just what the game is. This is just how popular it's going to be, just 
on its own. If we didn't announce this to anybody or release a trailer and just like released the game, this is the natural audience that would gravitate toward it. If we want to introduce it to other people, we need to communicate to them and introduce them to this game and not just come out and be like, this is amazing. It's like, I don't know what that is. And a lot of people have been comparing this to Fallout Shelter. And like Fallout Shelter, Shadow Dropped, you know? So like we didn't have time to make fun of it because I'm playing it, you know? And so like any kind of backlash was Mm -hmm. immediately, you know, washed over because we have it. Like the reality of this whole thing is is in my hands. They didn't end on it. Um, and there yeah. was the huge thing. Everyone was accusing it of being a reskin of a NetEase game, but then, and that all that all got spread everywhere, and everyone was so angry about that. I want to talk about that for a but second. But then Blizzard actually. came out, and they were like, no, it's built from the ground up, like, in conjunction, Blizzard and them. Very similar UI, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that game is called uh, 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 Crusaders of Light. Very original title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that came out last year, and yeah, so NetEase made a mobile, uh, I guess you could call it, you could call it Dungeon Crawler, the Diablo type of game. Sure. Um, that is a free-to-play game with microtransactions to raise your stats. And so... Oh, man. Obviously, we don't know. They did not say how Diablo Immortal will be imagine. monetized. I'm not going to be that pessimistic. But there's no reason of- not to be, right? There's no reason to say, like, what is your passion behind this? What is NetEase's passion well, behind this? Dude, when he came what out... What is their vision? Like, when Wyatt Chang, his name was, when he came out and was, like, mm-hmm. talking about the game, dude, mm-hmm. I felt his passion. You were everyone, feeling his passion for a mobile game? Yeah. Did everyone you watch went, the thing? I, I think you know. should watch dude, it. Dude, everyone went nuts on the guy. Uh-huh. And he did have one kind of defensive comment that everyone was mad about. He said, what, you don't all, all have phones? When they asked if it would be on PC. When, and, everyone, and he was like, yeah. no, it's just mobile, and everyone booed him. But it's like... He specifically, like, mentioned lore mm-hmm. in this mobile game, mm-hmm. you know? Like, passionate about the world, about the story, and, like, everyone's roasting him. Mm-hmm. And I understand, like, if you really dive deep into the marketing, sure, you're partnering with a Chinese company, you're getting the mobile Chinese right. market, that huge chunk of the pie. Yes. But to, like, come out and roast this guy, like, I, you can... You can have backdoor shady deals, but you can still have people that are passionate about it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. like yes. this can be I hear you. this can be like a shady cash grab, but it can also be like people that are working on it can still love it. Yeah, you know, and like in his speech, I I felt the love. I don't know. Okay, I'm glad to know. No, that. I agree. I like it that perspective. Like he was super into it, man. When he was talking yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think the other thing for me is like I think one of the first mobile games I ever played. On the iPhone, one of the first games I ever bought from the Apple Store for my iPhone was basically Diablo. It was because it was like I can't remember. There's some company that just that just riffs off. Oh, it was essentially Diablo. Yeah, I it was essentially yeah, Diablo. Yeah, okay, it, was just, it was the yeah same you know uh, abilities and torchlight. And, or? Um, oh, you mobile. No, no, mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But it was from this company. I wish I knew the name of the company. It's this classic Game Loft. I think it was a oh, Game Loft yes. joint. And, yeah. uh, classic. Yes. So Game Loft yeah. just loves like ripping off everything from everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it was fun because right, it was like game I, was, Loft, right? I had never yeah. played a game like that on mobile. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And it was I was just I love the platform and it was free. And I was like, I want to play check out a bunch of stuff. And that was you know like a decade ago. And so, like, now when you come up with this concept and, like, they've shown gameplay, but, again, you don't really – we don't really know specifically how the systems are going to work. It's not like Fortnite mobile because you're like, whoa, how's that going to work? Or, you know, some other crazy franchise. Um, you're like, oh, how, that's that's so cool that they boiled it down. And when you say, like, Diablo's coming to mobile, it's like, yeah, it could have come to mobile 10 years ago. What what are you – what? what are, what's the what's the catch now? So it's it's an unfortunate thing. It's it, it sucks because it's one of those things where 
I'm completely on the fence. I think every single person in this entire situation yeah. could take a step back and be like, I overreacted. I'm sorry. You know, it's like the, the, the developers were too defensive. The bl- Blizzard completely blew the announcement. The fans freaked out way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like getting angry about a project they don't really know or understand from a company that's like mobile. And it's like, have you not played Hearthstone? What? This company's done a ton of stuff with mobile. Like, Well, Ian brings up a good point uh, that Crusaders of Light is on PC as well. Mm-hmm. Hearthstone is on PC as well. Launched on PC. Right. Mm-hmm. Blizzard always launches on PC. Yes. That's the home of Blizzard. Launches on PC every game. So in a way, yeah, that's that's why the like the mobile only aspect of this was seen as an affront, Jones. Yeah. Uh, I think that's to what this they're about. crowd, to the yes. BlizzCon crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fair. Yeah. Shouldn't have done it there. And so, shouldn't have done shouldn't that. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> in conclusion, shouldn't have done that. Uh, <coughs> oh my lord. Really cool thing happened. worst shape this week than he was last week. That's what blows bit, my yeah. mind. It was mostly in the nose last week. Now it's all in the throat. Uh, uh, really cool thing happened on Halloween. What do you got? A game called Deltarune dropped out of nowhere. Deltarune? Yes. Didn't Call of, Call of Cthulhu come out that day too? It did. I don't care. Uh, Deltarune is Undertale if you switch the letters around. Oh, oh yeah, I heard about so, this. Yeah, so, so cool. The Undertale uh, Twitter account and Toby Fox just suddenly dropped this thing and said, don't talk about this for 24 hours. Don't do it. Download this. On a, on a Mac or a PC, don't talk, please don't talk about whatever this is. How many people for twenty four hours? I don't know. In my in my Twitter yeah. thread, people were good. Nice. People were just like, yeah, I checked it out. You should too. I'm not going to tell you a thing. Yeah, that's, how exciting that's is that? That is really, 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 really cool. Right. <laughs> what what a turnaround from the topic we were just discussing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh man, I, this thing excites me so much. So uh, if you are an Undertale fan and you're just now hearing about this, leave the podcast. <laughs> Go check out Deltarune. I don't want to ruin that for you. If you're not, if you're still interested, if you already seen it, stay with us. Uh, so is it a sequel? Or? Dude, you start it. It's it's like a it's like a you're you're making a character, and it's like it's, it's basically like Earthbound starts, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite this and this and this? And then it's just like, hey, none of that matters. <laughs> your name is Chris. And then and then it just it's it. You're just you're in an RPG that looks better than Undertale. You're like, whoa, was this an Undertale sequel? All the characters are Undertale characters, but they just they ha- they have different personas now. So they look and they have the same names as Undertale characters, and you're like, what? What is <laughs> what is any of this? And you don't know because it's just it was like, don't talk about this for 24 hours, you know? So you're just in this world. And so like it's a whole three to four hour chapter one. It is a Dude. demo. For a spiritual sequel t- Wait, to Undertale. But they look the same? They look the, the characters same. characters the same? Uh, the two main characters... Well, main characters kind of the graphic style the same. the same, too? It's better. It's like it's like an NES to SNES jump. So it's like an so alternate like universe? Yes, it is like an alternate universe, yeah. Um, okay. The battle system now has... You have party members. Oh, okay. And it's all in cool. color and just cool. like it's just this turn-based thing. Uh, man, it's just... It looks cool. It... it it was amazing that that thing just dropped on that day. Mm-hmm. Toby Fox just drops it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the day later, he, he finally like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, threw up everything and, and just explained what that was and what that means. And so he said, uh, you know, basically I made Undertale almost by myself. You know, I had one of the person do like art and obviously a lot of helpers out with that. Uh, this thing took years 
if I intend to finish the rest of the chapters, I cannot make this game. So I need a team. I'm recruiting people to make Delta rooms. What? So sick? Yes. That's a very interesting idea. And I love he says this. He's like, hey, uh, don't reach out to me. I'll reach out to you. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. In terms of assembling his team. Dude, Avengers Assemble? Yes. Like, Poaching. Get that uh, call from Toby yeah. Fox. You want to work on my next yeah. huge game? So he Heck releases yes. a prototype for it. <laughs> yes. But he releases it to a bunch of people, but no one could apply to it. He already has them in mind. He does he says he like doesn't even have them completely in mind yet. He's just like, look, I've written everything. I've written all the characters. I know where all the chapters are going. I've made this the city that you can walk around in. That's gonna be the city of all chapters. I worked super hard on this. I need more people. There's no way I can get this done without more people and does not have a time frame of when the game will mm. release. Just a cool free chapter. That's awesome. It's Mary. awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I want to do stuff like that, man. Yeah. That'd be crazy. You got to have Toby Fox money a little bit. You know, you just yeah, like a, yeah. a, a like Undertale just explodes and, you know, you're, you're rolling in that kind of dough mm-hmm. uh, where you can just afford to drop this for free, you know? But I mean, I guess like PT did. Yeah. I guess um, the two boys, what's that game called? The two boys with magical powers. No. no. Uh, and you're you're like a little superhero in the demo. Oh, Captain awesome! Spirit? Captain Spirit. Spirit. Captain yes. Spirit. Captain Spirit was free. Captain Spirit. <laughs> it was like two, two brothers. brothers. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Mario Luigi. Life, Life is Strange <laughs> Two has two brothers. Yeah. Um, there was something there. I was searching for it. Um, so yeah, it's like that kind of thing. Oh, kind of like Red Ash, Kyle. When kind of like Red that? Ash. Yeah. But I think they. I think they did that to raise more money. Oh, yeah. They They're did. like, it's real, it's real. Look at this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Here's all the way. But no, I mean, that demo is a complete story. It's a complete RPG. Uh, a little easy, but just really interesting. Sure. And, and that's cool. Crazy. That's a cool thing that happened. We will not see Delta Rune. See in six years. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just that's think it's kind of a cool thing to just drop on yeah, people. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. yeah. Halloween, though. Mm-hmm. What are they, it's a busy night. It was intentional. That's why, though. Yeah, oh, no, totally, yeah. Yeah, it for a while. Yeah. Disguise God, that's like the there. ultimate no checks. Just dropping your game like that. <laughs> yes, dude. That's so nuts. Yes. <laughs> Damn, dude. How liberating. Right. You, you are yeah. not owned by a publisher. Yeah. Like, I just I do love that for that reason. So right. Complete ownership of that entire franchise. Cool. It's cool. Very. Got to support it. Uh, let's talk about one little, little thing before <laughs> we uh, take that break that just spontaneously happens throughout this podcast. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't know what you're right, talking right, right, about. Right. <laughs> We're going right through this, baby. I want to talk about a new segment. It's called Ooh? Ooh? Is that so, European? Is that like a... No, it's just, it's O-O-H, O-O-H. Oh, oh two. Ooh? So both times ooh? was the whole title. Yes. Oh, okay. oh. So in this week's segment <laughs> of Ooh? Ooh? Uh, we got to talk about Deracine. Deracine. This... Is a From Software VR game where you're just like helping fairies do stuff, Brad, right? Is that you are, no, you're a fairy. <laughs> I'm the fairy? Yeah, you're the fairy. You're helping, helping children people do stuff. stuff. Okay. What about the three maidens? What? Seven maidens? What do you What do you not like? The seven maidens seven of maidens. Zelda? Yeah, 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 seven maidens. I don't think there are maidens. Uh, Low-key, <laughs> PSVR exclusive, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we kind of expected some kind of ties to like Bloodborne. You know, we expected some winks yeah. and nods. I pumped him for info at E3 yeah. Yeah. about this. They would not let up. Not <laughs> at let E3, up. I was like, it's it's Bloodborne Universe. We did it right in front of, like, yeah. one of the head guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah, like, just tell us. I was like, yeah, that font looks really uh, familiar to me. <laughs> and so, yeah, if there if there were just some winks and nods, wouldn't appear in this segment. But there is some language Whoa. that is very particular. 
Are you sure you want to spoil this? I am sure that I want All to right. spoil Hey, if you don't want any of this spoiled, leave the podcast, go buy a PSVR, <laughs> play through Deracine, and then come back to the podcast. Uh, there is a doll called yes. Fiona Doll. Her arms are in a very particular position. Perhaps you would call it the making uh, contact position. Contact. You pick her up, you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's a reference. She moves. Her arms move the other way as you would if you're doing the making contact emote. It's like, okay, okay, that's cute. That's a cute nod. You read the description of this doll? A doll of the stone girl Fiona who appears in the unfinished tale. When a person has a bad dream, Fiona appears and helps them flee. Yo, that's pretty bloodborne. If you ask me, <laughs> you know, the unfinished yeah, tale. Unfinished tale. The unfinished man? tale. You're, you're talking about Undertale a minute ago. Now yeah. my mind is racing. Now yes. we're getting a shadow drop of some bloodborne DLC. Yes. The story is not complete. She's making contact, yes. dude. It's a doll making How contact. Would I be at, like, you thought we were done with Bloodborne yes. yet? We're making Sekiro. We've moved on mm-hmm. years later. Yes. I think, Boom. I think about the finger from the from the Resident <laughs> Evil Seven demo. The dummy yes. finger. Yes. Dummy finger. And then there was, and then there was that time that Capcom made that tweet. You know, like you ever freaked out about? Fair enough. What if I said there's another doll, dude? <laughs> what? There's another doll, dude. There's a seafaring sage doll. Looks pretty much the same. Uh, has a little dress. You read the description of this. A statuette of a seafaring sage that it appears in an unfinished tale. It is said to appear in bad dreams to watch over those who attempt to leave. Does it look like a slug kind of thing? No, that's that's another little reference in there, too. Uh, this is another doll that looks almost exactly the same as the Fiona okay. doll. I don't know if I saw that doll. And which is interesting because it's kind of the inverse, right? Fiona's trying to help you flee from your bad dreams, but this right. one's watching well, over any of those who the attempt to leave. The mention of dreams, obviously, is... Yeah, I mean... This is so bloodborne yeah. But... Uh, what? <laughs> I never know if Miyazaki's baiting me. Ever. Yeah. This is not bait. I don't know that. This is a hit. He loves baiting people, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, he loves yeah. baiting people with nothing, you know? Like, he just loves and to see people searching. He's being cheap. Cheeky as hell. And, yeah, and like Bloodborne, Bloodborne Two, <laughs> I guarantee will happen, but uh-huh. not on PlayStation Four. This will be a PS Five game. Oh sure. Yeah, man, I'm this still down. This is not for... ready yet. It's an unfinished tale. Of course it, it is. is. Bloodborne yes. One DLC. That's what I. No, okay. it's not going to be right. Bloodborne One DLC. Uh, this is a great way to just raise hype for Deracine, obviously. You know what? You're kind of right. It is. What a way. It's such a low-key fairy yeah. game, and then it's just like, well, there's a book, yeah. you know, that looks like the Bloodborne font, and yeah. you're, you're kind of into it at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a few other, like, nods, too. Where I was like, that's a little too on the nose. What are you talking about? There's a character named Lawrence right in the game. I don't know Lawrence. Lawrence is like... Never mind. We're not going down to Bloodborne. <laughs> Lawrence is a very <laughs> important person in the Bloodborne lore, though. I'll tell you that. Is he the guy who wears white? He's... You don't... I don't want to spoil the game. You don't want to spoil well, Bloodborne, Bloodborne? Spoil from 2015. Okay. He's he's like the guy that started like the healing church kind of thing like that. You fight him in the DLC. He's the cleric beast. Oh, like, that's him. And you see a man named Lawrence. And obviously you're drawing connections. I'm like, okay, I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, that's a little but too. But did that Lawrence look like the Lawrence? We never in saw mind. him. Oh, okay. you, you never see him. You see the beast yet? Yeah, yeah you yeah. only see him in beast mode. So like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, when I saw that, I'm like, haha, nice try, Miyazaki. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> then I see the doll, and I'm like, okay, all right. And then I see like that other thing, the slug. I'm like, huh. Oh. 
Okay. It's, it's adding up, dude. But like, there's other up. things I can't talk about where I'm like, eh, I don't know. Just to get ahead of the correction, he's not the cleric beast, but he looks like the cleric beast on fire. Yeah, yeah he's not. DLC. He's a cleric yes. beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He didn't um, fear the old blood, dog. Right. Yo, dude, what if they... they... Well, he probably did. He just went a little too crazy with it. Love, Another cool thing they could blood. do, it'd be so Bloodborne if they just shadow dropped a chalice dungeon <laughs> and didn't tell anyone. A chalice dungeon dare Cine would be the no, funniest thing. No, not in, thing. in Bloodborne, though. Oh, okay. okay. Referencing, okay. 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 referencing the dare yes, Cine VR. Stuff. You just turn yes. the corner yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, it's just a doll, dude. Just let yeah. me find that doll somewhere. Yeah. I can't wait for like because I, I played through this game but I cannot wait for some maniacs to deep dive in this yes. game and yeah, pick yeah. apart yeah. everything they'll find it dude. they'll find they'll it they'll sniff yeah. it out they'll find it they'll check the, the code uh, yeah I don't think <laughs> well the thing is is like you know it, like <laughs> this is interesting <laughs> that's what this is the segment ooh yeah ooh. yes but it means nothing like right. it, it doesn't doesn't mean this announcement's going to happen soon it doesn't mm-hmm. mean any of this is telling you anything about what the game is going to be about doesn't mean that you're but, this is information that you need or that now it's going to like this man's not more excited for bloodborne 2 right now like yeah. this is this isn't, this isn't helping brad at all yes but it makes me think that a super silly, weird VR game from a gigantic publisher might be the greatest way you could announce, like, a new game. Like, yes. imagine PT. But the thing about PT is once we downloaded it, we knew it was, like, Kojima told us about it. So we're like, okay, what's going on here? No, like, no. didn't did Kojima announce that? No. It was not associated with no him at all. Oh, well, he had Wait, the bandages on, though, that. didn't he? No, that's no. thinking of Phantom Pain. Pain. Oh, it's Phantom Pain. Okay. So, so we, PT we, had a pretend Boy, all those hijinks, yeah. I could get double-crossed. It had, like, they said, okay. like this is a, a small indie team from, like, Norway yeah. or something like that. They Made okay. up a whole, yep. a whole team that developed PT. And then when you beat it, you saw Norman Reedus. And got it, got it. Silent Hills. Uh, yes. Yeah, I just wonder if, you know, if you were to do something that was not a tease like this, but you like you knew once you were in it, like yeah. you walked into some room and it was like, oh, whoa. <sighs> You're right in the middle of it. I, mean, I don't know what to think, man. In VR, you just right. step out at the yard. I'm like, like I'm that would be, that'd be mind-blowing. Just we're controlling me yes. and laughing at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Am I, am I just... The, the the dream man is it too b- no. weird to dream for Bloodborne no. one DLC? Yes. Is, too weird? Yes. is there, yes. weird. Is there a too limit much. to how yes. long it can it's, be they're between? F- they're way past that. Because like dude. Hubert, to be, to be real, like it's not a good money proposition, dude. I feel like you can make it like for not as much as Bloodborne two, and uh, there'd be so much hype. Like Sony wants Bloodborne two. Yeah, it's, they you're, want Bloodborne two. You're better off just making the making right. that sequel. Pump all those resources. They moved on. Land, yeah. Okay. Okay. Y'all hear that? Oh. Sounds like it's podcast time. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of November. Y two Kyle eighty nine. Will Schmuck, who reminds you to watch Box Peak and Tabletop Escapades. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Hogue Law brings more than a decade of experience forming and funding companies, negotiating contracts, and everything in between. At Hogue Law, it's always business law time. Check them out at hoeglaw.com or on Twitter at Hogue Law. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. El Fanis. Mango. I Keyless, 
iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. Beaten Down Brian. And our mega sponsor, Jigar Bob Productions. What the hell? At the end of October, I was seeing Patreon numbers floundering under 50K? Are you not entertained by the allies? Is it not worth a few bucks for the hours of content you consume each week of theirs? They do not exist without your support, and I can't be the only one that wants to see a Huber game show. <laughs> Find me on Twitter at JigArBoff, but not before going to patreon.com slash easyallies and throwing them a few bones. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Ian, can we call it the Ian and Huber game show? Uh... Maybe. Okay. Dude. The title sure, though is... Ian has done, like, everything, and I'm hyped. You uh, got me. And the, the programmer's done quite a bit, too. Yeah. You've got programmer. me hyped to go home and dig deep in Deracine now. Uh, I need to go home and yeah. charge R2 with a Kirk hammer now. I'm, I'm just ready. <laughs> <right away. laughs> Come on. So, so there's, there's a description for this book. Go ahead on that. Do you want me to read it, or do you want to read I it? I absolutely want you to read it. All right, so... There's a book with the font of Bloodborne on it, mm-hmm. and it has this. The what, description. What's the is, title of that book, though? It's called Blood and Bones. In the Bloodborne font. In the Bloodborne font, okay. and it has like a warrior that looks like Bloodborne-y, but also Sekiro-y. Ooh. But uh, it says, "Prose of some terrible tale." This fabled land of gold, silver, and sacrifices owed both its rise and fall to its inhuman warriors. They applied face paint brewed from blood, giving them the strength of the gods and carved up their own bones, crafting the weapons of the gods. Mm. Yet their legacy is neither here nor there. Wonderful. Man, that's some good flavor yeah. text. Yeah. To Bone me, that's born. like, yeah, that's yeah. it references both Sekiro and Bloodborne. That yeah. is really interesting, actually. But Dude, the Miyazaki like, cinematic stuff, universe. Right? <laughs> no, but, but at the end, he says it's neither here nor there, so I, he could just be penning us. Pendant exactly. Us. Yeah. Like, he's playing to both universes right there. Mm-hmm. It's all connected, dude. Unless something... I mean, it, it could be, Mike. But I don't know, man. Who's Mike? But like, Michael oh. Huber. They're lifelong friends. He's allowed oh, right. to call him yeah. Mike. Yeah, yeah, that's Mike. his actual name. Yes. Throws one in there once in a while. Keeps yeah. me but, honest. I mean, all the, font, me all the font... Like, when you... Stuff has item descriptions. So when you look at it, it, it is like the Bloodborne. It looks exactly like it. The inventory stuff. When you're looking... When you're reading stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do want to make something clear because, you know, a fairy is a derogatory term. I actually just think, like, actual fairies are lame. And so when I say dumb fairy game, like, I just, I, like, don't like little creatures with butterfly wings. Like, uh, do you like Tinkerbell? No! In this, you never see what you look like, and you don't seem very small. Do I have butterfly wings? You don't see. You don't like... You just have hands. Yeah. Okay. You don't like the fairy godmothers of. Uh, you know what? Good exception. Love the fairy godmothers. Come on, man. <laughs> you know Best what? in the biz. Yes, yeah, I making those, those clothes, man. Yeah. yeah. I guess I think of like. Hook Sora up later <laughs> on, too. I, I think yeah. of like the ceramic uh, sculptures at the mall of just like a little skinny fairy with butterfly wings. And I'm just like, I don't want that. I don't like those. I think they're lame. And I don't want to play a video game as that. We gotta thing. move on. I can't keep talking about this. <laughs> right. I can't handle this. Yeah, yeah, Continue. Uh, quickly, I want to cover the Smash Bros. Ultimate news. Uh, we had another Smash Bros. Direct, all about Smash Bros. Last week, Ken was announced as an Echo character in Cinderor. Can't even get his like his own character. Man, continues to live in Rio Shadow. Yeah. 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 Sorry. They have the same master. I think that's why they all have the same moves and stuff. They do. Yeah. yeah. 
Hubert's still not. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, no. What? He should Ken's be his own sick. character. Ken is sick, man. Yeah, he should be his own character, he has, not like, an slight echo. Variations. He's always better at kicks, man. Why is he an echo? It's just a little disrespectful. Because he has, like, the same like the same moves. He has the... It's the only the way hur- to make he Ken. He has, like, the hurricane <laughs> kick, though, from 4 and 5, yeah, though, yeah, right? Yeah, He's got a lot, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, do you know who Incineroar is, Huber? <laughs> Sounds like a fire Pokemon. Whoa. You nailed it. Nice. Do you know which one, Huber? Slam dunk, dude. Like a Bowser-type uh, big boy. He's a big boy, dude. <laughs> He's a big yes. boy. He's a wrestling... Tiger. Yeah. He is so sick. I really right. love the yeah, He's actually character. really cool. Why yes. do I not know about this? Hmm. You probably did at a point. You probably just forgot. Is yeah, is that Litton grown up? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was my starter, dude. I know. Oh, just random. Yeah. It's I my favorite kind that. of Pokemon evolution dude, because... I chose that guy, too. Litton's evolution has four legs, right? And so you're like, okay, so I'm probably going to evolve into some other tiger thing. Then for some reason, it sprouts two legs, picks himself up, has a big beefy chest, and it has like a little fiery uh, like wrestling belt. WWE belt, belt dude. Yes. Dude. Yeah. You, you bailed on him too early. Huber. Too early. Too early. Sorry, right. Make it right and smash. Yeah, I'll Huber. make it right. He'll be my main, dude. <laughs> him and Bowser. Uh, Co-op. Sakurai came out to say, that's it. That is the roster we're launching with. No more secret characters. I'm Do, not buying it. All the leaks were fake. Uh, that was it. At the end of this presentation, there was one more character. Piranha Plant. Now, Piranha Plant's an interesting character. Because if you buy go. this game digitally now, or if you register your game within the first month of buying it, you get that character for free. Nice. Yeah. It's, the, it's an early... I'm not going to say it's a pre-order incentive. It's an early purchase incentive. I like that. I don't. I mean, I'm fine with that. I think that's I like what the character is designed for, dude. I like rewarding customers who buy the game early. But I think they. I think this character is designed to be like a throw-off character, like a throwaway character. You know what I mean? Like, hey, at least it's not Incineroar that's our early incentive. It's the Piranha Plant. But yeah, Piranha. No, like it's not a named character. Yes. It's just. By the way, Bullet like... Bullet Bill or Liam Piranha What was plant? the Piranha's name from <laughs> Sunshine? It was like Petey Piranha? Petey Piranha. Yeah. Okay. Don't even... Dude. If it was Petey Piranha. Petey Piranha is summon. I hate it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Petey's got like arms and a belly this button. This Piranha yes. summons like, yeah. Petey Piranha? As, yeah, for his, for his super. Smooth. What? Why isn't it the other way around? Exactly, you. <laughs> this is a low-effort character. Yeah. Maybe not low-effort. Petey Piranha's too huge, man. <laughs> so here's the thing. He summons Petey Piranha from Smash Bros. Brawl, from, from Subspace Emissary. Really? Because that's the only time he's had two cages that he just bangs around. <laughs> so basically, to me, that says... What do we do for a super for a piranha plant? I have a thousand ideas right now for what a cool thing yeah. a piranha plant can Suck do. Suck them up. But somebody said, well, we have this thing. We already have this character model with his two cages that he bangs around. So like, okay, let's just put it in. Got to make a character fast. To me, that's kind of like, it might not be that, but that is the attitude that is implied uh, with this kind of thing. Um, you know, it, it isn't a named character. You know, most Smash Brothers characters, I mean, we have Inkling and Villager. Uh, they are not distinct to be right. their own. Mm-hmm. They're not named. But Piranha Plant, you don't play as. It is simply an enemy of one of hundreds. Yeah. It's so weird. I love it as a weird choice. Mm-hmm. It's weird to me, I guess, the position that it's in. Mm-hmm. Sure. As like, this is the our free first. DLC character. Sure. Please buy the game quickly and register it online. I, it feels just like a little bonus. Okay. You get a, you get a sure. free character. It's that's like a pre-order like, bonus. That's like such a great reward anytime I'm getting a free character. That's yeah. some dopamine right there. I guess right there. Seven had Vampire Lady. I'm kind of, I guess it's kind of, you're kind of used to it in fighting games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know sure. what? I'll be a little cooler about and, it. And it's, you don't even have to pre-order if you just buy it before a certain time? Is yes. That, 
Yeah, that, you get that month. You get one month. Chill. Okay. Pretty chill. There. I see no harm, no foul there. Okay. Buy the game. Here's get the rest of the character. DLC plants. It seems like a less evil pre-order. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, because you get a month. Because you can yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It is. It is a little kind in that way. Um. Uh. So. Uh. There is further DLC plants. Five more characters will be added. Mm-hmm. Uh, each time you get a character, you also get a stage and a song with it. Dude. Six bucks. If you want to buy all five of those characters right now, 25. Those will... The, the stage with the character. That's sweet. Okay. Love yeah. that. Um, basically, that'll happen over the course of the next year and a couple of months. By February of 2020, all those characters will be out. Sakurai revealed today on his own personal Twitter account, those characters are locked in. They know each and every single one of those characters and who they will be. Goku. He also said, this time, Nintendo picked them. Whoa. Hand-picked. Yes. So Nintendo calls up Sony and is like, yo, we want Kratos. That's our only hope. Do you accept the terms? So normally Sakurai gets to make (laughs) these calls. This time Nintendo's like, dude, we're going to make all your DLCs. Is that a vote of no confidence? Oh, wait, Nintendo... Picks instead of him. Yes. Right. Oh. Yeah. No. It's, it's a arms. vote of, it's it's a arms, vote of no man. confidence. I, I think so. <laughs> it's Jones, totally I think, arms. I think they're all going to be ads, right? It's yeah, all going to yeah, be games they're trying to promote. Yeah. It's Tom Nook. It's yeah. <laughs> mm, you're so right, Tom Nook. And it's hey, around. Maybe it's the right choice. I mean, he's adding the Piranha guy as the last <laughs> character, Kyle. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise for you. Oh, that he's out of ideas. Yeah. No, no. I actually like. I think Piranha Plant is a cool idea. Just to be clear, like I think that's a fun character. I can't wait to play as that. To me, it just it, it just feels like a, we need a character. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. need something Absolutely. to give them for free. And so they made Piranha Plant in that position. Arthur Morgan. Oh, God. <laughs> I would love him. He's dude. just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe that's what Nintendo's scared He's of. super slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to turn around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the rotate takes a minute. <laughs> sometimes uh-huh. sometimes like, he just acts like... He like unholsters his weapons and Link's like, hey, man. <laughs> Just, we're just hanging out here. We're just smashing. Calm down. Let live or kill. He like, he like actually kills them. He's yeah. like, do you want attack? And yeah. just, hey, they've shown death. Shoot some dead. They've shown deaths going into this game. Yes. Like, uh, dying. Yeah. yeah. Also revealed was it's the single player story mode. Man. Uh, World of Light. Emotional. Yes. Yeah. Super cool. Dude, the uh, Damiani lore drop on this what? made it extra emotional. What was the, the lore? What? The Awada. Kirby and everything. Right, that Was Sakurai so and Iwata used to hang out together, used to be extreme yeah. buddies. Yeah. And they made that Kirby game together, and that basically was their connection. That's why he's emphasized so heavily in Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. in particular. Because um, you're right, Huber, up until now, I just thought it was like, oh, Sakurai just loves Kirby. He just mm-hmm. loves that thing that he made. Uh, but you're right, I guess it kind of ties in with the water. They made it yeah. together. Bonds. So epic. And in this trailer, you watch all of those Nintendo and Smash Bros. characters get evaporated it's mm-hmm. like an infinity war situation yes. almost yeah. infinity just yeah just destroyed by a laser just turned into just dust Death Star, dude. yeah yes, terrifying except for of course kirby kirby <laughs> running away on his warp star he makes it and so basically this story starts where you are kirby and you got to save every everybody That's in the video game so room. crazy which it's, it's crazy. awesome it's like great. friendly wager time okay okay everyone's saying oh that tip for the character is no more yeah yeah, right. You're going to tell me that you go through this entire huge campaign and you defeat the final boss and you don't unlock even one additional character? Are you kidding me? Well, that's the thing, Huber, is the game starts with eight characters. Yeah. Oh, you unlock them as you go. Yeah. Still. 
there's got to be one. I'll last. take this. I'll take this friendly wager. Okay, one unannounced character yes. will be given to you upon at least some kind of completion or something. I'll take that. There's that a, you won't know about it until yes after yep. the game launches. Hidden hidden character in the game. I'm taking it. I'm taking that. I'm taking that friendly wager. Have we, was the other ones like that? Was there a hidden character like Mr. Game and Watch? Like uh, like Rob, oh, okay. like Rob wasn't revealed before yep. Brawl's release. I don't think Duck Hunt Dog was, but it leaked. So you know, like okay. uh, traditionally, there is like, right. oh man, that's a way crazy character. Yeah, you Duck know, Dog the data sick. miners always yeah. mine the data. Yeah, mine real it. quick. Um, mine it. Uh, before we move on, should say that uh, I remember with the Wii U thing, if you had the 3DS version and you buy the Wii U version, you got Mewtwo for free. And so it's not completely unprecedented to have this kind Certain of like thing. early yeah. DLC character. You know, it, it. it was done. It was done before. And also Incineroar's random, <laughs> just from my perspective. Incineroar's not random. I'm not saying Incineroar's bad. I'm not saying Incineroar's awesome. It's just like there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Pokemon. And so it's just it's weird to me when one of the new Smash characters is like, and then this Pokemon. It seemed to me like the owl was like the runaway hit from, from Sun and Moon uh, of the three. Decidueye? That was the one, hands down, I saw people freaking out about on social media. I think this guy's probably a better fit for this game, though. He is. He like totally is. Well, like, you already so have cool. Charizards. You already have a fire Pokemon. It's just like, I, I just I, I just ask you, as a Pokemon fan, mm-hmm. do you, like, Grain Ninja, like, why, like, why them? Like, why, the, obviously, you know, uh, Pikachu makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, the, like, the trainer, like, how that works is fun. Pokemon? But. Mm-hmm. So, it's really cool, Jones. I uh, remember Damiani and I got to, at an E3, listen to a presentation about Smash Bros. And uh, Sakurai talked about how he picks a Pokemon. That basically, he goes to Pokemon Company, they show him designs, and he goes, oh, that would make a good Smash character. And so I can absolutely imagine him looking at the starters, probably. They probably show you the starters first. And going, oh, yeah, obviously this one. I don't want a stupid owl with bows and arrows. That's so great, because I feel like he's not even thinking about the lore. He's just thinking about, like, in Smash. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine this moves. And it's funny, because all his moves are named after moves in the game. Uh, It's just really, really cool. Yeah, I can absolutely see the implementation. I'm super stoked to play as as him. It's just, like... When I, I thought chat was trolling me, I was doing Cup of Jones, and I was like, oh, I missed it this morning. What happened? And like, was the leaks were real? They're like, no. They're like, it's Incineroar in this. And I was like, ha, 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 no, really. What are they now? It's like, no, Incineroar, really. It's like, and that was like, oh, I'm disappointed. I was just like, wow, what a random throw a dart at all of it. Just all of these new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You know? If you could put one in Smash, what would you want, Kyle? One Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. I guess Farfetch'd, man. Let's be real. Just like, I just, I'd love for Farfetch'd to have that spotlight. Nice. Who would you put in? Garboder. Nice. Great pick. <laughs> Brad, you got a pick? I, was, uh, I would pick Snorlax, but he's too big, man. No, not too no, big. No. All right, no, put, no, him no. Make yeah, it put him in. Put him in. You put him put in. Him in. Jones? But like when you attack, you cannot attack for like 10 seconds because he falls yeah, asleep. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like DDD. But if he's he hits like, you, yeah. it's like devastating. 80% yes. yeah. per hit. You got a pick, Jones? Uh, yeah, Haunter or... Wait, no, Haunter's not what his name is. Gengar. Gengar, yeah, yeah. Gengar. Haunter and then Gengar, right? Yeah, Gengar for sure. Ian, you got a pick? Klefki. Nice. <laughs> Fantastic pick. Uh, Huber, you know how we like to talk about MPDs when you're on the podcast? I miss MPDs. Uh, we don't have monthly P- NPD <laughs> to talk about right now. We got like a micro NPD right now? I'm sorry, we have a macro NPD to talk Yearly about Yearly right sales? Lifetime sales. Whoa! Whoa dude! Does it get yes. lower than that? Yes! <laughs> so, Let's go. Uh, uh, Matt Piscatella, you know, who works for NPD, <laughs> talk about him all the time. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, was just like, hey... It's Sunday. I guess I can give you lifetime sales for more consoles. 
What a gift! Yes. So uh, I don't. <laughs> what we, I found. Honestly, this is like I, these are multiple podcasts worth of talk talking points. So I'm going to give you the four consoles that we have lifetime sales for. Mm-hmm. I want you to pick one, and we'll just talk about it. Okay. All right. So we have Sony PlayStation, Nintendo 64, Game Boy Color, and Sega Saturn. What four interesting consoles you have let's there? Go, yes. Let's go PS1. Okay. What do you think is the best-selling PlayStation 1 game lifetime? And remember, this is revenue-based. Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I'm hearing some interesting things. It's a little more obvious than that. Madden. Final Fantasy 7? Metal Gear Solid. Wow, great picks. No, still. Oh, not Madden? What is Mm -mm. it? NBA? Wait, NBA. Mm -mm. What is it, dude? Closest. Crash Bandicoot? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crash Bandicoot nice. made more money software-wise, singularly, on the PlayStation in the U.S. than anybody else. Was, yes. Crash. Um, no, it wasn't going to be reloaded. <laughs> What's up? It was like top-down weird shooter games loaded and reloaded. Reloaded. Oh, yeah. My cousin had them. Whoa, and I was like, dude. And a white like, cover with like blood on it. Cover. Yeah, yeah. Oh, love that cover. You're seeing that at Video King? Like, yep. no, thank you, dude. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. you gotta you gotta uh, tell me about a rental experience at Video King. Dude, you can't I just drop love, that. Love, love, dude. King. We just had like Blockbuster. We had Warehouse. We had Warehouse. <laughs> warehouse was sick. Warehouse was sick. Tell me about Video King though. Video King, man, their mascot was like a little boy with a, with a huge crown. Uh, <laughs> a little boy with a huge crown, dude. Cool. Uh, you go there, Huber. I, you would love this. They basically had like a horror section that's too scary for kids. Um, you'd had to, you know, the Western uh, saloon doors. You'd have to knock that open. But they still had like, like they had like a haunted house above it where it's just like Chucky is there. Whoa. It's the only one I remember. Dude. Maybe, you know, the, the pinhead. Maybe right. he was there. Yeah. He definitely was Hell actually Razor. now that I think of it. So, yeah, you had to go through those doors to even like check out the scary movies. Dude, if That's I was funny. a kid, I'd be like yeah. freaked my, out at that. I never went in until I was older, a little older. Video Video Vault at my at my hometown had had the saloon doors like that too for a different section. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah, I'm pretty nice. sure Video King had Dude. that one too. Yeah, <laughs> not Warehouse, not Blockbuster. Do you remember Gold Star Video? I remember the name, but I can't. Wow, I can't even Dude. like picture the video. Was NES good. Game where you're like the green alien rabbit. Jumping Jack Rabbit? Yeah, no. Jazz Jack Rabbit. Jazz Jack. Rabbit. I remember renting that game there. <laughs> Wait, for what? Know. That's a PC game. No, it was NES, man. It was like an NES port or something like that. What? Yeah, I think so, dude. <laughs> this is highly illogical. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I, Gold Star Video, Gold dude. Star. Wow. Oh, video rental. Uh, the number two game I also don't think I heard, and it's so obvious. This is one of Sony's best-selling Spyro? franchises still. Oh, still. Like all-timer franchise. Siphon Filter. Gran Turismo? Yes. Gran, yeah, yeah, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo's on there. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Gran Turismo Racing, number two. Uh, number three, we said Final Fantasy VII. Number nice. three, baby. Nice. Lifetime. Dang. Yes. Where? Why are those people not buying Dragon Quest XI? What's going on? It's I like, did! Come it, on! It, <laughs> I did! It's like, <laughs> what about everyone else? But like, those think people about are that us. time. Yeah. yeah. Think about that time you were. Final Fantasy VII changed everything. It blew, right? It like changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to it say that about Dragon Quest XI. Like forever, dude. Yes. Yeah. I remember the video games. The motorcycle part being like the craziest thing ever, dude. Uh, it's nuts. Gran yeah. Turismo 2 is number four. Wow. This wow. franchise, man. This yeah. franchise, two nuts. Uh, number five, Crash Bandicoot 3. Wow. Oh. I didn't like <laughs> two. Sorry, I two. Yeah. Um,. Ooh, we have not said number six yet. This is really interesting. Symphony of the Night? No. Oh. 
That twisted metal or jumping flash. It's a Resident genre. Evil. We haven't touched yet. No, that'd be fun. Damn it. A genre we fighting? haven't touched yet? There's yes, it's a Street Fighter game. No? Tekken. Tekken 3. Tekken, oh, nice. Oh, that Tekken is a game. Yeah, that's a yes, game. Tekken <laughs> yeah. 3, so good. Tekken PS4. Like yes. Uh, so stoked that that made that list, too. Uh, we did mention this one, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, right after that, oh, number 7. So fun. Manuals. Yes. <laughs> Manuals and then three with reverts. Yeah. Number eight, one of the greats. Symphony of the Night? There's two of them. Metal Gear Solid? Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Yes. Jeez. Number nine, we, we had sympathy for this game, but it, it made the list. Crash Bandicoot 2. <laughs> oh, we were like, poor Crash Bandicoot 2. No, it's on the list. It's on the list. Wow. Number 10, I don't think anyone can guess. I'm willing to let you throw some more out, but Let I don't think we'll try. ever get there. Yeah, please. MDK. No. Soul Tomb, Reaver. Tomb Raider. No. Tomb Raider. Yeah. No. Tomb Raider. Good uh, guesses. Sweet Coden. Two. No. Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh-uh. Nero, no. give us the genre now. The genre will give it away. Oh. Well, yeah. we're not going to get it, so just give us the well, genre. Give us a different hint, then, that won't give it away right away. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I had to rebuy this game at Game Trailers because we did a list of top ten... Worst openings. Oh. Worst openings. Whoa. Yes. And so I had to buy this PlayStation One this. game because it has such a bad opening. <laughs> Dark Cloud. Mm-mm. That's a PS2, PS2 game. game. Oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. And I don't remember the opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not bad. Okay, I'm sure it's not. Technical mm-hmm. achievement. This game. Late PlayStation. What? Uh, yeah, this is. I can't I'm think. stumped. Yeah, dude. I'm stumped. Like, Final right Fantasy now. Nine or something. No <laughs> rules, dude. Yep. Uh, <laughs> give us another clue. Okay. 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 San Francisco. Rush. Driver. 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 That is the opening. Terrible opening. Yes. That is a terrible opening. I never got past that. I rented it. I never got past it. I was determined. Yes. I remember, I remember I was just like slapping my face like come on you can do this yeah. <laughs> yeah. really I was you, so happy when I finally got done with that you spend like an hour in that parking garage cool. well you don't have to but I mean you it's, do you, you can't have to you no no no, no. I don't mean it. you don't have to do it oh. you don't have to spend an hour you do <laughs> like, dude you, you can't you can be finish that, that thing in, in 15 minutes no, if you, you do, do them like all a, once you gotta do like a K turn you gotta be really careful you can't make any mistakes you fail that so many times yeah. it was such a hard opening that was awful but but then the game's when you like finally got out, it's open amazing. world. It's amazing. Open world San Francisco. Oh, uh, yeah. Before GTA around. 3, he were like, yes. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Love Driver. This game that, is a game that, changer, dude. That, uh, yeah, that car had some weight to it. Yeah. That, yes. that, car, that car felt like nothing else. And it was fun. They gave you fun scenarios because it was based off, you know, 70s cop shows. And so you would, like, yeah. crash through boxes yeah. and you're always, like, running away yeah, from yeah. something. Really cool game, honestly. I have yeah, really good man. memories of Driver. I'm glad it made that top 10. Did not expect it. No, did not. That was fun. F- Legacy top 10. That's sick. We got more. Maybe I'll just save them yeah, for here. Racing games <laughs> doing okay. real well on PlayStation. Man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jones, awesome. you ever played the Getaway, dude? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I never Uh-oh. got into it. Okay. I tried. I remember I got I it and I stopped it. it was way when I was a kid. Super dramatic. Yeah. No comedic moments ever. I want to like, go, <laughs> like, ba- go back in the to time it. I spent with it and yeah. just really unforgiving shooting. You get like mm-hmm. one or two hits, you're dead. It's over. And there's yeah. no health, nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I just remember like, yeah. I think even later playing it for something and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get through more. Yeah. Like, it's hard. Yeah. Dang. Difficult. Same unforgiving studio, game. right? I don't know. No, I'm thinking of Stunt. Stunt Stuntman? Stuntman, same studio. Is that a PS2 game? Yes. Stuntman. Man. Same, same studio as Driver? Yeah. 
That could be incorrect. I don't know. I, 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 I want to drop my favorite. We're all talking about PS One deep cuts. Yeah, I've had. I've, I've wanted to bring this game up because we talked about. By the about, way, not we're a talking deep about cut, PlayStation though. Classic. We're talking about Prime cuts. No, I mean, <laughs> we're, oh, we're we're talking USDA. about video stores and old yeah. weird games. That we oh, pick sure, up. sure. Return Fire. It's one of my favorite PlayStation One games. Are you in a helicopter? Uh, you're. Uh, you're. It was one of the things that you can do. It's top down. Is it open world? Uh, excellent. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> top down. Excellent multiplayer game because it would it would be split screen and you would have like four big tanks, four like medium sized tanks, uh, three helicopters, and like three little tiny jeeps. And you had to blow up the other person's base. You had to go by, like, like knock down towers and walls and then drive that little tiny Jeep into their base, grab the flag, and get it back to your base. Fun. And the whole game was all classical music. And so they played Flight of the Bumblebees when you, uh, oh, you would, like, try to get back to your base. <laughs> and uh, so if, like, one little guy is, like, going back to the base, but, like, I've exhausted all of my stuff to get there. All I have is helicopters, and I'm just flying the helicopter bomb and trying to get you from going back to your base. Tons of fun. Playing Return Someone Fire. in the comments right now is freaking out. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that game before, right, Joe. Some guy driving. That is uh, nuts. <laughs> Kyle, Driver and Stuntman are both Ubisoft Reflections. It also credits Crawfish Interactive for Driver and VD Dev for Yeah, Stuntman. I was thinking Reflections. It's got like a yeah, weird, like, yeah. creepy face we'll on it. We'll give it to you. Yeah, give me that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because uh, Spyro did not make that top yeah, ten. Yeah, wow. And I was under the impression recently that Spyro was more successful than Crash Bandicoot. Not even Resident Evil 2. Like, no RE2, dude. What's going on here? Yeah. Not mass appeal, dude. <laughs> it was mass appeal. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 was huge. It was yeah. huge, but not mass enough. I, bet, I wonder mm-hmm. if it's top 20. Me too. It's got to be top 20. Got to be top 20. Probably, yeah. I wonder where Silent Hill 1 would fall. Yeah. Like, yeah. did that, was yeah. that huge yeah. or was it just like, yeah. great? Matt Piscatella, feel free to give <laughs> us a top 20. Feel free to tell us. On another Sunday, yeah. feel free. You know what, <laughs> just top, give us top 100. Top 100. <laughs> I know, I want more. I want PlayStation 2. Oh, I want yeah, no, we can I want all. We could do a whole podcast, like literally a podcast just on this. I also yeah. totally lied. What was the Lone Ranger theme? What was that called? What? Like the song? Is that. That was what. Oh, okay. I think Flight of Bumblebees is still in it, but somewhere. I think it's Flight of the Valkyries? No, Flight of the Valkyries is. That's. No, the theme from the Lone Ranger. Oh, okay. William Tell Overture. There you go. Thank you. Wow, Ian. Nailed that. I mean, I thought it was cool, dude. It is time for Love and Respect. Love and respect. Lost it for a sec. He found his way back in. You nice. know? And he was rough last week. He was. Good recovery, dude. You're a little rough this week, too. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps more rough. You yes. know what I mean? It's the same situation. Yeah. He, just had, he just caught what's been going around. Two sick dudes. <laughs> this one's kind of recent events. Let's dip into this. Okay. This might be opening a can of worms. Let's see where we go. Taking Uh-oh. a dip. Take a big old dip. Hey, guys. <laughs> I wanted to inquire further about the review bombing discussion that was held recently, especially in the light that Ubisoft has announced that they'll be globally censoring Rainbow Six Siege because of its upcoming release in China, while other companies expend their resources to maintain very distinct builds for the Chinese market. Ubisoft wants to keep the Chinese version of Siege as identical to the existing global version as possible. This means the UI and HUD elements like kill icons will change. Certain references to violence, blood splatters, sexuality, risque imagery in the map featuring a strip club, gambling, slot machines will be removed from the maps. Wait, removing blood? 
They're taking blood out of the game. I think there was blood splatter on the wall that they took out. I need that blood splatter. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, think you can, I think you can still shoot a guy and blood will come out of them. Okay. I think just for some reason that pre-established blood. I has need to go that away. pre-established for for the environment. For the tone, right? yeah. Let's the get vibes. There. Let's go in. Let's go in. Okay. Let's get into okay, this. All right. Now you know what's on the line. Yeah, that's um, huge. Some of this might seem minor at first, but removing or replacing geometric assets does change the strategy and sight lines mm. on each map. Yeah. And how certain characters and gadgets interact with the environment. And those are all things which are paramount in Siege. Note that all of the examples shown by Ubisoft seem pretty quaint, but there are some rooms in maps dedicated to themes like drug production or casino gambling. What will these parts of the maps look like? Regardless of how major or minor these tweaks are, it seems fundamentally wrong to globally alter the art assets of your game in order to cut costs for selling the game to certain regions. Are they removing them or just re- like, cause you could reskin slot machines as like Pac-Man machines. Kind of. Uh, from what Ubisoft showed in their in their blog post, they just took out those slot machines. Wow. Uh, the the strip club thing was like like a neon lady who like kicks, mm-hmm. you know, like it was just a, a neon like sign. A sign, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was changed to like a like a hand that's got two fingers that just kind of <laughs> swish. So like a big old neon hand. Uh, uh, so that's where we're at with those kinds of things. Uh, we'll we'll continue on. To, uh, keep those things in mind. To use this case in, as an example, review bombing on Steam is not only appropriate, but I would say it's helpful and essential. Not only does it help inform the publisher that their community thinks of recent decisions of the game, but also informs potential new customers why the review score is lower than before. Steam, Steam highlights exactly when there was a new influx of negative reviews and allows you to exclude them or focus on them as you see fit. Browsing and curious customers can see older reviews that more honestly reflect the overall quality of the game while also recognizing what is it, what it is about the game now that has changed people's perception, which is an incredibly important factor that all consumers should be aware of. Review bombing might look juvenile and inelegant, but to me, it seems like an ideal way to spread awareness about the current state of the game. Thanks for your time, and I hope you're all having a great week. Zach. So, Zach uh, brings us in, catches us up about this Rainbow Six Siege, then kind of ends just making a long statement. Mm -hmm. Doesn't ask us a question, straight out says, this is the right way to handle this. I think I I was on that episode, and I I still stand by. I would like... He was talking about filtering reviews. Um, I just want, for Steam... Tripping over my words. I want... uh, you'd have to have played the game for a certain amount of time before you can post a review or have some kind of... <laughs> or, like, own the game or, or something. Own, like, own the game, you've played the game. If I can filter in or, or filter out people who, you know, don't even have the game or have played the game on record for, like, 0.6 hours, mm-hmm. it's like, let me let me filter... Here's the thing. I think the people reviewing it right now have played the game. Or, yeah. Sorry, review bombing it right now yeah. have played the game. Then that's fine. Like, if they have 70 hours in this game and they're slamming it, like, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're experts on the game. They played 70 hours or whatever it is. It's just when, you know, the the Wild West situation of it, when it's like people coming in and just making, you know, m- multiple accounts to to review bomb it and, you know. 
Got you, got you, got you. Um, I should go back to the first thing because Ubisoft did make this official post about the changes they're making. Mm -hmm. They didn't pin it all on China. They said we're opening in Asian markets, but essentially it is yeah. because of China. Yeah. Like there was a skeleton that they had to make a man in a mask. So like it is it is mostly China that these it changes are being made. It just shows you that like you, you look at how well Rainbow Six Siege has been doing mm -hmm. incredibly well. It's been out for years now and it's like thriving. And now they're going to rock the boat this hard just to get into that Chinese market. It just shows you how valuable that is. Yeah. That they're willing to put the Chinese sure. market above everyone else. everyone else and completely remove things and change things around just to get in there. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, and uh, again, I should go back to Ubisoft's official announcement because they said it's about just having one build of the game. Because they're iterating upon it so much, to have two different builds, one with slot machines, one without, they thought would be complicated. Un unnecessarily oh, complicated. That's, I'll, but, buy, I'll buy that. I mean, as uh, Zach brings up, all other games have a separate build yes. for China. Like, all the yes. other ones. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. They're so, not some small company either. Right. And so, like, I guess, first of all, we have to assess, like, is this... Is that fair? Like, is that a fair no. thing to review bomb for? They're maximizing profit by having that one build, right? They're getting the Chinese market. They only have one build. Mm -hmm. It's like, I guess, the the right thing to it's do. It's a business call. Yeah. It's a business call. The right thing to do is just yeah. eat the cost of having that Chinese build, and then you have the Chinese market. Like, maybe they're thinking, like, oh, they'll complain at first, but they won't leave or something like that. We won't lose that many customers. And they're probably really matter right. to us. They're probably right maybe, about that. Yeah. Right? I don't know. The thing that makes me concerned about this kind of stuff is, and I mean, this is a fairly mundane kind of example of it, but like if this kind of modality keeps going, it's sort of a philosophical quandary where a different country having like draconian censorship or like different philosophical standing than, than ours were effectively being mm -hmm. policed by their moral compass or whatever, yeah. by their conservatism uh, just for profit. And that's pretty nuts. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well said. Uh, that is fair. <laughs> uh, what, but strange thing is that like that also happens for the U.S. and our standards, right? Mm -hmm. uh, right. That we kind of dictate a lot of what the oh, other the world gets. Yeah, we're right? we're fairly puritanical comparing compared yeah. to a lot of countries, yeah, right? For sure. Uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe just we're we're tasting what that feels like. Um, yeah. But yeah. you're right in that China is different. China is a different government than the United States. It is a less desirable government, I'm willing to say, uh, in the way that they handle all of its citizens. Um, uh, right, but China is still like, it's, it's a first world country, right? It's still like, it's still a, a, a partner of the United States. It's not like it's just like this crazy country we don't well, deal with. And a, and a bigger market. Yes. Like a much bigger market. Like, oh, yeah. really, we're lucky that not everyone just caters to China. <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of do. Like Marvel movies and stuff, like, Everything but they, it's a is, separate movie, right? Well, kind of. They change some stuff here and there, but a yeah. lot of times, like, like uh, what was it? Black Panther, they went to Korea just to, like, get into Asian markets. I don't know the full details on that, but, like, but that's they a cool have a scene chasing. in Korea, yeah, just so that the Asian market would, like, show it or mm -hmm. whatever, yeah. mm -hmm. whatever it was. And, like, hey, I don't mind that. That's cool. But, like, it's just interesting to me. It is really, it's, you do notice it with a lot of Hollywood blockbusters, mm -hmm. huge $200 million movies. There's usually a Chinese actor. They go to China, you know, I think of like Transformers movies and Marvel movies, mm -hmm. you know, Mission Impossible movies. 
Uh, Even the, like Dark Knight, they go to Hong Kong. It's which like, again, like I like, I like seeing these yeah. other locations. I like I seeing Hong Asian Kong. countries. So like to me, it's kind of a cool thing. But mm-hmm. it's funny that like the reasons they're doing it is so that they'll be allowed into those markets or whatever it is. I don't and really know. But this isn't a brand new game like coming out. Like yes. they're changing an old game that's been out for years. Mm-hmm. They're f- just like taking changes with it now. It's like it's if it was coming out like this all at one time I could see it more mm-hmm. but I think it's just ridiculous doing this yeah. sure if I was a daily Rainbow Six Siege player I would be alarmed right now so would you <laughs> review bomb would you go on Steam and say this game sucks this is a one I don't know the game intimately enough to say that but the question regarding you know different strategies different sight lines and tactics depending on how much that messes up you know this like if i'm playing the game and that completely alters it i guess you have to relearn it i don't know i have a again question. i don't know like, the game intimately but you enough. already own the game and mm-hmm. what these people are review bombing the stance he's taking is i'm protecting the new consumer who's not going to know that the skeleton guy's not there mm-hmm. who's not going to know that those like that's not it's just not going to matter to that person you know what right. i mean and I like just, so that's that's the issue that i have is this like i'm doing this for the consumer i'm standing up yeah. for people that are going to be affected by this people are going to be affected by this or esports or people that play this like mm-hmm. huber said every single day mm-hmm. and so like that's the issue that i have with review bombing is there's like there's got to be a better system you know and like and so i would like the people that do do this or want to speak on behalf of people that review bomb to admit that there should be a better system <laughs> that like, you know, like let's not go into the review area and just make fun of it. You know, let's not like, ha reviews. They're dumb. Like that's what I, what I see a zero on a page. It's like, yeah. all right, I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to take that seriously. Like I understand that you're trying to make an effort and you're trying to make your voice heard. And I, and I respect that. I would love to have maybe like a timeline or something where it's like, this game's been out for three years. Here's all the stuff that's happened. Here's all the major events that have happened to Siege in that time, good and bad, you know, like, and, and maybe like mark them. And maybe I can up and down vote those. Like, I didn't like that when that happened, you know? So like, so there's Charles, like, I had a number before. Now I got to watch a timeline. Well, that's the thing. It's just like, oh, I got to do work now. It's like, well, yes. how much does this matter to you? You know, it's like, I really care about it, but I'm just going to write five sentences and hit, hit zero and then I'm done. It's like, it's this weird kind of back and forth. Like, I, I want to be involved, but I, I'm going to take this established thing that was not built for this, mm-hmm. use it for my own means. You know, it's it's, I do, it, it's just messy. I just, I, I want there to be, I want to try to find a better way to do it. So the truth is, Jones, yeah, I, I think Zach might be disingenuous a little bit in that really the reason to do it is that it gets the attention of Ubisoft and it hurts Ubisoft. Yeah. It is hurting their future sales. They notice and they make changes because of that. Yeah. So it's 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 trying to enact change. And so I think about uh, PlayStation 4 allowing crossplay with Fortnite, mm-hmm. right? If the PlayStation 4 had a Steam account, it would have gotten review bombs. <laughs> sure. And yeah. and but it didn't need that, right? It had plenty of negative attention other places. You, you know, Twitter, uh, any social media platform you're yeah. on, they got they felt the heat from that. And so there are other avenues certainly other than review bombing. Review bombing is just effective. I think yeah. they did sure. I'm sure they're getting heat on every single platform that they're that they can get heat on. Like, yeah. I guarantee you on their forums, there's tons of things people complain. They're sure, getting sure a lot of complaints forums, on Twitter. Yeah. Right. These people are hitting every single avenue. Ian, you had a thought on that? Uh, just you saying that may, had gave me a funny thought where it's like, because I don't care about... I mean, like, obviously, I, this is an interesting story, but, like, I don't play Siege. So, like, the fact that it's being review-bombed is more convenient for me that it has nothing to do with me. So I don't... Like, Twitter's not getting clogged up about it. <laughs> 
Well, well, that's, that's the other thing. Is like, I might, yeah. Better there when you're, when the better, place you're yeah, not. Right. Better, yeah. better over there. Than... But like, I might sound completely ignorant, and I totally understand that because like, I would never. User reviews would never sway me one way or another to make a purchasing decision ever. Will never, did never, and for the rest of my life mm-hmm. will never come into effect. If I if I today was like, and I had knew nothing about the project and was like, I'm I'm really feeling psyched about this siege thing. I want to get involved. I would not go to user reviews to find the truth. You know, like I would go out and read articles. I'd look. I watch streams. I would like watch a couple esports competitions. Hear them talk about it. So it's like, I think, I'm curious what they have to say. Like, I bet there are a lot of teams yeah. that are super pissed about this. I don't know. Count- and I think they're in a much better position. Counterpoint, to, to, you know. counterpoint that I have to that is on Steam specifically, when I'm looking at a game, I will often, I won't read the reviews, but I'll often look at the Steam does the thing where it's like overall and recent, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I mean, if they're both mixed or bad, I just move on. If If it's recently super good i take the game i look into it and i'm like okay this is improved and that's usually a vote of confidence if it used to be good and is terrible now you know Mm -hmm. i'm like okay something's gone wrong and i don't read the reviews but i just look at those two little metrics and i say oh okay maybe this isn't worth my time Mm -hmm. or maybe it is worth my time the color remember the color color, yeah yeah green to like poopy yellow yeah i I got a correction though joe or that that doesn't happen that poopy yellow is like fake or something i don't know what i got a correction about it Really? It, well, it's like another correction it. about orange. This. Yeah. It's orange. Orange. If, it's, if it says mix, okay. if mixed Poopy is orange. yellow. Got it. <laughs> Negative is orange. Um, yeah. I, I so it's tricky. It's tricky because it hurts video game companies, right? And we want to support video game companies because we love video games. I was thinking, I was trying to think of an analogy because there was a lot of uh, blowback from how people handled their feelings about Diablo Mm -hmm. immortal. Right. And so I was thinking like, objectively there's something wrong to do on the blizzard stage. Right. I was thinking of like, just imagine this thought experiment. What if somebody walked out and just said, nah, 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 (laughs) nah, 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 for an hour. (laughs) What if somebody just walked, nah, nah, like, You'd want to be mad, right? <laughs> yeah. That is something worth being mad about. That's something yeah. you, you want to let them know how bad that was. I would yeah. love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, this is amazing. That's what Devolver should do. Yeah, Devolver. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So, so, so in my mind, I'm like, I, I had to like get hop into their mind, right? Yeah. You know, because I'm not mad about Diablo Immortal. I'm not mad about uh, skulls turning into pe- people with faces. Sure. Or mask on a face, right? But like, there is a point in which like you have to say hey that was bad <laughs> yeah don't do that anymore mm-hmm. and i do think like steam reviews are effective as ian just said people look at them mm-hmm. and 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 video game companies know that people look at them and how much weight they have so jones you said i, I wish people would find a better method there's no other, there's no better method man well no one's built it and no one seems to care they're to. affecting their bottom line though dude yeah, um, Would the other method like re- actually affect Ubisoft's sales? Uh, Will this affect their sales? They're getting a Chinese market, man. I they mean, don't care. Right. <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it's a, an evaluation for I sure. Think, yeah. I think any system that was put into place would be treated the same way. Like, yeah. Abused, basically, right? basically, like, user reviews are the system you're proposing. Because it's like, yeah. IGN isn't review bombing... Uh, siege like we're not yeah, you know if you want a like pro review if we think it out right if we if we think something you hear it and if we got wind of something like this we mention it in the well, review yeah, i'm yeah I'm, but like this is the system and this is how a system any system of this nature 
would work and would be treated. Correct. And I think like I'm the res- consumer yeah. just needs to view these systems like that because that's how I always view them. I, I don't view them as like here are super informed. Like I mean, like yeah, a lot of times they are informed, but like like looking at IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, the user score for movies is usually higher. Because uh, for movies on Rotten Tomatoes, because critics are more critical typically, and it's a weird thing on Steam where like a lot of times the user reviews are way lower because people give things zeros or whatever. And That's it's an just, interesting observation. It's just like you just have to look at the systems in place for what they really are, and it's it's an opinion metric of a unwieldy giant mass of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what they are. So the system exists. It's just. It's called reviews, even though it's not. Correct. And I, yeah, I'm responding to him saying, I do this to inform people that don't know about the game yet. Right. When it's, and reading I do this to get a bunch of, re- just sifting through hundreds and hundreds of user reviews, like, it doesn't, like, yeah. that seems to me a sloppy way to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not like, let's do away with the whole thing. It's like, let's maybe brainstorm. And I'm just, I'm just hurt as a reviewer. Just bums me out. That 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 like I put a lot of work hours into doing something, really formulating opinion, and then finding a score, and someone's like zero, and it's like really Rainbow Six Siege is a zero. Oh, jumps, this game yeah. has no worth you, at all. Like you yeah. just that's, said, you, you can't know, think of like, them as reviews. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Are, like yeah. they're just they're not reviews. Yeah, they're they're public opinion. It's just yeah. green, yellow, right. orange, or red. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I mean it should really just be <laughs> called no like score. it should it's, just be called the public opinion metric or something yeah. like. Just gotta go by the color. Baby steps. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, more more fine tuning of uh of a filter. Before we move on, this particular case, do you think Ubisoft will create two separate builds? No. You you think they'll just I don't know because the Rainbow way? again, the Rainbow Six Siege community, dude, it's like a, kind of a special thing, this game, dude. Yeah, it's I think like this a, will work. I do think I, this will yeah. work. Will the, so, something's gonna happen here. Will the yeah. Chinese market get to play? with the global like is it one player base too because like if that's the case then this could end up being good because it's just an influx of new players right yeah if that's the if that's the idea then i think that's it might end up being okay over time like it might seem crappy now i don't know yeah i think it could still i think you you could play on a map that has a thing that the other player from a different country wouldn't have Mm. because languages oh you could definitely do that okay you can have separate builds of a game play with each other i mean to me to me like if i were ubisoft and i mean screw it it kind of is punitive but like if i were ubisoft and a country was like we don't want this in the game make it a gray mesh just take it out like leave the shape and just make the texture a gray box. It's like, your government doesn't want this. It's on them. Like, our game is the same. You want to start a Chinese revolution? Hardball. <laughs> no, Hardball. but I'm just like... China will be like, all right, then we're not. No, but it's just like... It. No, but I mean, like, make it red. Make it whatever, shiny. But just like, it doesn't matter. Hmm. It's yeah. just it's just colors and shapes. Yeah. Just make it a color and a shape. Don't change the geometry of the map for everyone. You know? Yeah, I have to. I that'd be easier. Textures. I don't know. I don't know if the actual geometry will change too much. I think it's mostly just textures. Well, if they're taking out s- slot, oh, slot machines, machines, that's what sure. I'm saying. Is yeah, like yeah. for China, just make them gray boxes. Yeah, like make them cardboard boxes. Make them know, look like something else. It's kind of ruining your game for them, right? You you still want to you want to have the Chinese players play a fun game, a, a good version of your game. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll play a game with cardboard boxes in it instead Dude, of slot machines. Right. <laughs> that ain't right. What do you got against cardboard boxes? <laughs> you hate cardboard boxes? Uh, we teased this last week. It's time to play a very popular game created by uh, Tanner Methvin. 
Pokemon or a real animal? Oh, no. Yeah. Been doing so much hunting this. in Red Dead. I'm ready for this. Yep. Uh, this one... Uh, this one to me, I had to put this first because it's so obvious, but it's still very interesting. It's venom can cause a strange condition that reverses puberty in humans, <laughs> making adults' bodies physically more like children. Pokemon or real animal? It's got to be real. Real. That's a real animal. <laughs> right. Obviously, the Pokedex entry wouldn't go that far, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's a Russell's Pit Viper. It's a South Asian snake, and that is a real thing. Wow. Whoa. You gotta catch somebody at the right age. You know, you're not gonna have a guy in the, his fifties all of a sudden. It's not like big. Yeah, right, you right, know, right, right, yes. <laughs> it's not like Tom we, can, yeah. we can market this. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah, you just yeah. You put this in a cream and we're yeah, set. Yeah, like. we're set. <laughs> but there's, it's gotta be. There's something there. There's something there. There's something there. Break it apart. Figure this out for me. Uh, when walking on land, it covers its bodies with a poisonous film. Sorry, singular body. It covers like, its body with a poisonous film. That keeps its skin from dehydrating. Oh, I hope okay. that's real. real. That's so cool. Yeah, that's a Pokemon. Oh, nice. oh, what is it? That's Whooper. Whooper? <laughs> yes. Whooper? Whooper. Whooper is from Ruby and Sapphire. It's just kind of like a little blue bobbly guy who's got like two antennas coming out of his ears. Uh, oh, yeah, there he is. Whooper. Yeah. <laughs> its spacious beak is large enough for a small child to fit inside. That's a that's pelican. That's real. Sure. Yeah, real. Yeah, real. I mean, those exist, so. Uh-oh. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. It's a Pokemon entry for Pelipper, who is a Pelican. <laughs> right. So yeah. I kind of want to give you the Pelican. Yeah. I almost think you could fit a small child yeah. and find a You definitely can. That's, like yeah. a, that's, a, that's a sneaky answer. Yeah, that one's <laughs> a little sneaky. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you a that one. cheeky there. Darasina, dude. So how do you really cheeky. know? How do you really know until you do it? Yeah. Somebody in that world of Pokemon was like, hmm. I'm finding lots yes. of clip art of babies in Pelican. And I've done the measurements, but I mean, I want to be sure. Wait, so we don't have confirmation that a real life baby I'm, could fit? A I'm child, looking. I'm a small looking. child, even. Yeah, I'm What's looking. I don't Pelican know. Stork. Stork? Storks are skinny, man. They got skinny babies. Yeah. Yeah. Storks are different. Oh, yeah. And okay. big wig span. Okay. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if a child okay. could fit into a Pelican. I mean, like, I'm seeing a big fish, but it's like half Is man. it child or baby? A small child. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? Let's let's make that a, let's say just officially that's a Pokemon. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. We lost. Its tongue is covered in small teeth that are ten times stronger than pure titanium. <laughs> that's gotta be Pokemon, because I feel like people would uh fun so she's tricking all this. I'm going real. In real life. I'm going real too. That's real. Yeah. Because honestly, stronger than pure titanium is such a Pokedex entry. I, I was shocked this one's a real animal. Hmm. That is a limpet, which is an aquatic snail. Ew. For reference, in Pascals, the standard unit for pressure, maybe Pascals then, 99.2% pure titanium has tensile strength of 434 million Pascals. The limpet's teeth have tensile strength of about 5 billion. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yep. What? What is this little aquatic snail? And it's just going to like rip some stuff up with its just like weird little body? Its tongue is covered with small teeth? Okay. <laughs> nature, man. Yeah, oh, nature's creepy. So the, the These ocean, things. The ocean is They spooky. look like little, yeah. like, yeah. Stay out shelled, of there. Yeah. starfish things. Kind of. Shelled starfish things. Can you see their tongue? It's uh, gross. I'm going to try to find one. I remember okay. when I told Kyle those, the things from Last of Us were, like, based on real yeah. things in nature. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. And that ruined your day. Dawn, too. Freaks him out. He hates the cordyceps. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it will hide from predators by running into water. If followed... 
it will turn around to grab the predator and hold it under the water, drowning it. God. Real. Uh, real. This is real. That's, That's too so dark. Specific. This is real. That's I a bet, gorilla. Yeah. I bet you can't guess what animal it is. <laughs> Man. <gorilla>. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Come with me. Follow me to the water. <laughs> <laughs> like a monkey, maybe? Uh, like a hippo or something? Kangaroo. Oh, really? Right. Kangaroo. Come on, dude. Aquatic kills? Aquatic kills. <laughs> the kangaroo? Dude, kangaroos are nuts. They'll yeah. like straight box you. And yeah, this idea that it's like the kangaroo knows it has a better chance in the water, so it's like, come to the water. Yeah, come on, mate. Fight in the water. the water. Just drowns it with yeah. his fight in the water. It, oh, dude. Oh, can you imagine being on the beach and just looking over and it gives you a look like, what are you looking at? You're like, oh, my God. You got no coral. Yeah, cool, yeah. man. Whatever you got to do. Now we right. know, I guess. Never follow a kangaroo into the water. No. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Uh, yeah, that's good knowledge right there. That's good life advice. They're such cowards that they won't hunt alone. When five or so of them get together, they suddenly turn ferocious. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, 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 like Nature Magazine uses the word coward. Yeah. <laughs> describing an animal. That was a giveaway. Yeah. Um, Carvana is this Pokemon. What is okay. this? It's just like an ugly fish. Every Pokemon generation just has some unappealing fish Pokemon that just populate the water, you know? Like Goldeen? Yes, exactly. Oh, like, okay. like a Pokemon you don't really want, yeah, it's but like, it's just like, well, we got to put something in there. Carvana is that type. Mm. Filler. Yeah. Does look like a piranha. Does look a little yeah. scary, but just so filler, dude. <laughs> no matter how old it gets, it never biologically turns into an adult, remaining a teenager forever. Pokemon. Real. 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 Ooh. This is a salamander named Axolotl. Ooh. Whoa. Axel. Is this is like a... Oh, the the whooper that we talked about earlier is based off of this animal. What the hell? Well, yeah, what is happening? Biologically <laughs> never turns into an adult, remaining a teenager forever. What does that mean, though? Yeah, that's why I picked Pokemon. It's yeah. just kind of like, what? What does like, it mean to be a teenager forever? What are you forever? basing that off of? What's the... Peter uh, Pan, dude. I don't know. Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> by the way, I think whooper I guess, is gold and silver, by the way. I don't think... I think it's... I guess these... if you had, like, an arc of development... You know, where it's like you hit a point where you hit maturity and then you just, you know, we all fall apart. You guys We're all have past seen that point these. now. These are like, <laughs> like, you think they're growing forever? So I think mean? it's just that midpoint, yeah, of development stays right there. Okay. You guys you guys have seen these. These are like the walking underwater salamander yep. types. Teenagers forever, man. Teenagers forever, dude. Playing Minecraft for life. I got the tattoo. YouTube.com slash teenagers forever. <laughs> oh my god. I bet it exists. Hey, watch up, guys. <laughs> oh! They have such a like. They can't do this for that long, but they really wanted this URL. They really want to make can. this channel. No, they work. can. That's the thing. They're. Oh it's man! Like, it's, it's like a site that gets shut down. It's like, yeah. it's like yeah. Menudo. They keep. Yeah. They fire them all and then rehire them. Every like six. Shut years. it down. They dude. make me so sad. Shut it down. Okay, all right. It's incredibly popular and iconic. However, its cry is so off-putting. That it is dubbed over for movies. Real? Re real? Yeah, yeah. What? what's real? Yeah, okay, yeah. Not talking about this, the no. bald eagle has a oh, disturbing nice. cry. No, nice. I gotta putting, hear it. Excuse me. Yeah. What is me it like? too. Nah. Oh, what if they changed it? <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, nah. yeah. What if they changed it for Red Dead? There's eagles in there. What does it just go? The, the I don't remember it know. sounding weird. Yeah. yeah when I. Yeah. Was like, I just walked right up next to one. It was like on the edge of a cliff. And was like, oh. Uh, okay, but. Spoilers. Thanks for the spoilers. <laughs> Bald eagle spoilers. Bald eagles in the United States of America. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 
There are some. <laughs> that that's that'll that clip just that six seconds will be our promo for the podcast yeah, excellent when hunting it pins the prey to the ground under its massive body it then eats the helpless victim using the large mouth on its stomach oh pokemon oh, pokemon uh oh wait no real Snarlax pit. I don't like that you're all trying to read my expressions. That's killing me. You're like looking no, at my writing. eyes. No, the writing. It's all in the writing. Yeah. Yeah. The That's mouth on the yeah. stomach. Okay. This is Pokemon. Metagross. Cool. I thought it'd be some gross sea creature. Yeah, because it could yeah. be a starfish or something. I was just, th- yeah. Right. Metagross. Or is, an octopus. He's the weird four-legged. He's just very jagged. He's a big metal Pokemon. Who knew he had a st- Dumb, like a, a belly on his yeah, a mouth on his yeah. stomach. Delete dude. that Pokemon. Yeah, delete. Again, delete something it. you don't want to just stumble upon yeah, on a hike. Delete it. It's like dist- some disturbing persona. <laughs> I just don't yeah. like. Ain't right. I don't yeah. like that the Pokedex entries are like coming up with this. A stuff. troubled but developer see, here's made the that. thing. Is <laughs> like one that. Yes. Is like these Pokemon. So you know, it's like I'm. Team. I'm at the point now where I'm like considering you know playing like my next Pokemon game next yeah. year like mm-hmm. really diving in you know it'll be like my third game and like I really want to get into this world but it's like I feel like Pokemon wants to create a world that it doesn't have the balls to actually yes. realize you're so right if Jones. that happens yes I want to see Pokemon corpses on the side of the road mm. I want to walk into a village and be like whoa <laughs> yeah. what happened here you are speaking my language man you know what I mean I'm gonna like yes. go through the grass like something's gonna pop out and it's like oh no this is like a decompose like right. a dead Pokemon, Pokemon trainer yeah. or yes. something. But then survival you, yes. you take a picture and it adds your Pokedex. Well, this is the corpse of this because mm-hmm. this Pokemon does this terrible. Like, could you pins yes. it to the floor so and, be and grinds it to mm-hmm. dust with its mouth, can you imagine its stomach like, mouth? A friend in the game that you're it's like with half stuff, the game, man. and they disappear and you find their corpse later on oh, in Pokemon. Yes, dude. Like, yes. just torn apart. Right, because Pokemon Red and Blue starts with, hey, I've lived here my whole life because I can't leave. If I go into that grass, I will die. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tra- not even, like... Like, trainers that have Pokemon that are, like, fighting to the death. Mm-hmm. But you can't revive them. Yes. They, like, ambush you. No, nah, you gotta be able to revive them, dude. No. Let's they not take the Pokemon way. Center out of this. All right, all right, all right, all right. Please, it's still an RPG. All right. With stakes, with stakes, high yes. stakes. Maybe, maybe like they can if they die. Like, like if they die, they die for real. But right. You can heal them up at the Pokemon Center. Okay. You have so ambulances. Just don't let them die. Just don't let them. You die. have like an yeah. EMT that yeah. will show up. You know, like you'll be walking down the trail, and like two guys will be carrying somebody out. Defibrillator, like, dude. Rough Pokemon. Yes. It's a rough life. But hey, I, I go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I have information about how something can be a teenager forever. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Do we do we care about this? Yes. Fill me in. Okay. Uh, so I'm reading about the axolotl, uh, and it's called, it, 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 they exhibit something called neoteny, N-E-O-T-E-N-Y, meaning that they reach sexual maturity without undergoing metamorphosis. Uh, this generally happens because of failure of thyroid stimulating hormone, but the reason, and I'm vastly summarizing this, but the reason basically is that it's observed in a lot of different salamander families. Uh, it's a survival mechanism, especially in aquatic environments uh, and mountains and hills where they're little, their food has a small amount of iodine and it's a way to reproduce and survive in a smaller form that requires less f- food and less quality of food than it would if they were bigger adults, basically. So they basically just don't stimulate their thyroid, but they become sexually mature enough to reproduce before becoming, quote-unquote, an adult. But they don't, like, grow. Right. They want to stay small. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, it can happen in cool. humans too, yeah. uh, <laughs> not intentionally. Uh, Ian, I also won't be able to end the podcast without hearing what a bald eagle actually sounds like. I was trying. Uh, I think the computer's messed up. Oh, the okay. sound is, right. is messed up. Computer's been a little wonky it's tonight. It's been a little wonkzilla okay. tonight. What if it sounds like a gorgeous? Girl? Unless I'll just really turn up. Yes. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, four more. Here we go. They can self-medicate knowing which plants are able to treat particular maladies. Pokemon. Pokemon. That's Pokemon. sheep. That's a real animal. What? Yeah. Sheep can self-medicate. Go sheep. Self-medicate. Go sheep. Wow. Go sheep. And like the, they, the, I look at the, there's like other things. You know what I mean? A dog just eats grass. It's like, okay, I get that you yeah. want that grass right now. But sheep are like, no, I got to eat that little purple flower over there because my belly feels like this. Uh, <laughs> they lurk deep within caves, motionless. Neither eating nor drinking. Why they don't die is not known. <laughs> what? Pokemon. 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 It is a Pokemon. Yeah. Why they don't die? That's a Pokemon. Shogun. Excuse me? Shogun is the... Sounds like the, a fuel company. It's the middle form of Salamence, who is like the sick dragon. Well, he's not a sick. I kind of hate him. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Shogun, uh, it just looks like a big egg with two eyes in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. 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 It's all about the writing. They lie deep yeah. in caves. No, no, no. <laughs> if you're yeah. talking about a cave dwelling animal, they're caves. Sure. <laughs> you know, it's like deep in out. caves. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Yo, what was the uh, Pokemon way back in the day? Way, way early okay. days. All right. In the egg that, like, hatched. Karibo. What was it? Togepi. Togepi? Yeah, it was Karibo. Whatever, whatever happened That's from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, nice. It's not an egg. What know. happened to Togepi? Yeah, because, like, I remember watching that episode as a kid, and then I never, like, found out. Uh, it was kind of annoying. It became a, like a, a beloved party member. Okay. Uh, there is an evolution for, for it the called Togetic. Misty had? Yeah. Oh. I don't think it ever evolved into Togetic. Does it always stay in the shell? Yes. Yeah. Okay. hate that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and then that evolves into Togekiss, who's actually kind of a cool Pokemon. There's a super related thing, Huber. Once, like, near the beginning of the Gold and Silver era of Pokemon, Ash got this thing called the GS Ball. And, like... Uh, Professor Oak says, please deliver this to somebody. Maybe it was Professor Elm. Anyway, he got this thing called the GS ball. Yeah. It was gold and black and had, uh, maybe gold and silver actually, had the letters GS on it. Whoa. Dude. And they said, we don't know what this is. We don't know what this does. Please take it with you, Ash. And they it, never paid off on that. What? <laughs> they never, ever said That's what was. so They just, like, forgot up. about it eventually. Were they ever in the games? The GS ball? No. How <laughs> dare they? Sleuth it up, Dominic! Oh, no, that we got sounds... that Sleuth that up! That sounds like some money in Pokemon Go waiting to happen. Yeah, Get some GS balls. I'd get in for a GS ball. <laughs> and, be, and because, like, for a while, like, Ash would, like, look at the ball, like, I wonder what this is! End of the episode. And then just eventually <laughs> just drop it off. Yeah. We didn't have any ideas, so it's gone. Uh, I found... I got it on my phone. Oh, okay. Bald Eagle calling. Here All we right. go. Here it comes. Well, I Whoa. think it's cute. Sounds meek. Sounds like you're wiping a window. Flipper. Yeah, you're cleaning the floor. Yeah. That is terribly interesting, though. That's it's like, like a an small actual eagle sounds like. bird. For such a yeah. lethal predator. And so what's <laughs> funny is... There's no echo. You need an echo. Sure. You know? you need... <laughs> but, like, where did, the, where did our idea of an eagle cry come from? The Honestly, movies. I think it's like propaganda, right? That's our, yeah. that's our national powerful animal. Yeah. Sure. yeah. John Wayne movie. Right. Yeah, it's all just fake. John okay, Wayne there, movie. there's. <laughs> that's a louder one. Oh, yeah, it's like a nasty seagull. It's yeah, just it's, awful. It sounds like, sounds Stop like it. Weird <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. unpleasant. That's unpleasant. That is unpleasant. That's so interesting. Great. I really love that. 
Um, its huge mouth is almost seven feet across. It has enough power to completely crush a car. Real. Real. Uh, kudos to what Assassin's animal Creed because the eagle shark? in Assassin's Creed does oh, kind of sound like that. Nice accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. Seven feet though. Sure. Yeah, that's that's a Pokemon. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, Hippodon is the is <laughs> is the Pokemon. I said it was a hippo. It's close enough. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. For reference, a real hippopotamus mouth is two feet across. Yeah. Here's uh, okay. the thing. It was you a stupid cross? Pokedex. It can only crush a motorcycle. Like Hippodon's f- mouth is not seven feet across. You dumb Pokedex. Like. <laughs> Oh, there's just no rules. They just don't even look at an actual model of a Hippodon. Yeah, it's like, like they don't even care about their own universe. Yeah, seven feet, dudes? It's not a whale. Ugh. Yeah, that's massive. That is so massive. massive. Seven foot mouth, dude. Yeah. Things like the size of a semi-truck or something. They're just, they're just, like, just... Flying by the seat of their pants. They don't with care, dude. Yeah, Maybe just, they meant, the GS ball's last straw. <laughs> they, meant, they don't care. Oh, the Maybe they meant ball. the c- circumference of the whole mouth, okay. like around the cross. edges. Okay, or maybe just sure. benefit of the doubt. Sure, like it's it's a curved line. I, I can yeah. That. yeah, I need Damiani to figure out this GS ball, dude. Yeah, yeah please, don't forget, Dami. please. Yeah. Rather than physical battle, two males will solve conflicts by having a stink battle. In which they waft nasty scents at each other. Real. 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 Super real. Bugs? That's the ring-tailed lemur. Yeah. Uh, stink battles. <laughs> stink battles. And they're just knocking little stinky clouds at each other. Oh, that's great. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm, I'm a little upset, though, because it's like, who wins? Does the stinkiest person win? Or does the... Whoever can't yeah, take you, it? Is you it who can't it take it until, anymore? Yeah, yeah, one leaves. One's like, one of them's like, ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what... An hour later, like, why did I leave? so dumb. Yeah. I wonder what lemurs stink smells like. Yeah, could we handle it? Right. Or, like, or it could it. be, or it could be, like, pleasant to us. Like, it could smell like honeysuckle, but they just hate it. I want to, like, I want to stink battle on lemur. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bring it on, dude. Let's Yo, do this. You could win. Let's I can show you some happen. stinks, dude. You Let's smell terrible, yeah. It's time for bets. Last week's bets is about the Quiet Man, which came out <laughs> on November 1st. How long would the end credits be is what we bet on. Jones, you bet six and a half minutes. Ben bet five and a half minutes. Brad, you bet one minute. I bet five <laughs> minutes and 12 <laughs> seconds. Dude, one minute. Ian bet three minutes and 33 seconds. Now, the actual credits are very funny because uh, we have the title and a bunch of names come by. And then it ends for a while. And then for some reason, like, morgue just comes up where it's just like, <laughs> it's like some registry thing. And then like Bink video. And then Bink video is the last thing you Fill see in the credits. Fill it out. Yeah. The credits are two minutes and 24 seconds <laughs> long. Ian. Ian wins. Wins that bet. Ah! Nice. Stupid quiet man. Yeah. I got one. Brad, you would have had it if it wasn't for that Bink video you know, thing. Let's get out of here. And the thing is, they move by fast. Unusually fast. Because there's a whole, like, uh, a cinematic crew on this. You know, they're filming things, and so you have, like, two teams mm-hmm. working on this game. Those credits blaze by. And it's almost just like, like, ignore me, ignore me. You know what? It's just like, just, we're just trying to get through this. We're just trying to get through this. You know, it's just those it's credits like, are I love, a yeah, weird Huber, I love on TV when credits go by, 
and it's like as legally fast as they could possibly yeah. do it. <laughs> so it'll be like a yes. lot of times, like the oh, news, yes. like if a movie, if like a movie from like nine to eleven will end in the mm-hmm. eleven o'clock, coming up in the eleven o'clock news. Yeah, <laughs> it's like going so by like good. you couldn't read it if you tried. Right, I love that. Same thing with radio. When whenever like the end of a radio commercial, they're just like those people who can and just like micro machine guy right, who can just can't like it. blaze those oh, out. Like because yeah, yeah. there's got to be some kind of law of like that's too fast. You can't. Yes. <laughs> Right, there is. That, I'm, I'm sure it's, to hit that sweet spot. It's so funny. Like credit size in movies, there's yeah. there's like a there's a, a regulated. I guess I can't say law, but maybe it's like a union thing about like how how big names have to be yeah. in credits and things like that. It's like like just those, past comprehension. Yes, <laughs> there's no way you could read it or actually like, you know listen to it and absorb yeah, it yeah they must have done like tests of like people like a focus group like listening and just yeah. like I, I know what that sentence was I don't know uh, uh, that brings us to Red Grouse 14 <laughs> Gorgeous Gorillas 23 <laughs> <laughs> Droopy Eagles 14 <laughs> Switcher Snakes 8 <laughs> and everyone who watches this show that is the final score of bets for 2018 because we have uh, six episodes remaining, maybe seven, depending on how we handle December. Uh, basically, something could work out where you catch up to Jones and I combined and then we duke it out. But that, to me, would disincentivize you to ever win again. And so I don't want to break the game. It's just a simple matter. The gorgeous gorillas have won. Jones and I cannot catch up. That is a win for the year. Congratulations. Ooh. Oh, is that a bald eagle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come bald eagle at the end uh, yeah next year I'm probably going to make it uh, Ian is on the same team as the two people in the middle and then Jones and I are a team once more uh, yeah if that had happened we'd have almost equal right now even so yeah I think that'll be the teams going forward uh, Wait, no more switcher snakes no more switcher snakes. Switcher hey, you snakes. could call your you could thing. call your team the switcher snakes. Yeah, you get we get, we pick new names and all that. Like nice. it'll be fun. So Yo, combination I would never yeah, give up the gorgeous gorillas unless we're switching new names. Sexy yeah. snakes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that means for the rest of 2018, it's time for the popular segment. <gasps> What's this? That's or worse. Or worse. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot that about that part, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or worse. Now, this is just going to be an exhibition match, okay? Uh, Because Ian's already won. You won all the rights and responsibilities. Uh, So we'll do four. Who wants to hop in? I don't even know how to play War Wars. Okay, Brad, you go first. (laughs) What am I doing? Mega Man or Pac Man? Mega Man. Okay, why? Because he's a blue robot that blows other robots apart. All right, all right. And he's got a robot dog. Okay, I hear Stupid that. Stupid question. All right, <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Insulting, actually. Yeah, what are you <laughs> thinking? Yeah. Good opening to the bit. Yeah. All right, who wants in? Go for it, Jones. Okay. okay. Apparently, I'm doing it. NFL uniforms in Fortnite or Suicide Squad, Joker, and Harley Quinn in PUBG? <laughs> NFL in Fortnite. Why? Because Fortnite has established itself as being able to accept stuff like that, and it doesn't necessarily ding the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Major ding. <laughs> PUBG. <laughs> Joker and ding severely. Ding. Major ding. Going to be in the shop ding. for several days. Okay. Uh, Hubert, you're up next because you, you volunteered, Jones, saying they make how much in regards to popular Twitch streamers <laughs> or saying... Now I'm even more confused after a new Death Stranding trailer. <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> okay, why? Yeah. Why? 
you know, you just keep getting all these trailers. It's just, <laughs> it's just so confusing. <laughs> okay. Ian, you get the last one. Okay. Frasier reboot or Shrek reboot? Oh, Frasier reboot. Why? Because Frasier, baby. <laughs> okay. All, all right. right. Let me tabulate this. This is really close. Brad had a strong performance, but I think... Jones wins with the very quotable Major Ding. Major Ding. <laughs> yes, it's going to be hard to forget Major, major Ding. ding. Yep. So yep. that is that wasn't War <laughs> Wars. That's how those will go. Of course, cool, that cool. was an exhibition match. <laughs> Damn. <coughs> well, I won. I mean, I want that. Oh, yeah, you want to be an exhibition match. I want to be on the leaderboards, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Uh, so let me talk to you about patreon.com slash easyallies, which is where you want to go if you want to support the Easy Allies, the people who make this podcast, make reviews, make... Uh, previews, uh, live stream, all sorts of things. Check out what we do at that URL and check out how you could support us at that URL. Uh, for listeners and viewers of this podcast, uh, uh, relevant to you, if you give $5 or more a month, you get this very podcast two days early and you could submit to uh, uh, Recruit Me and uh, Love and Respect. Speaking of Recruit Me. No, no. Oh, no. It's time to see if Big Boy Mark V Come on, Big has boy. survived. Time out. Let's and go, the... Big Boy. Oh, we're doing a timeout. He's getting oh. the dice, dice tower. tower. Okay, so, yeah. For all listeners, Huber grabbed our Dungeons & Dragons tower. The real deal. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we're going to put it in the tower. Do you want to put it in, man? No, no, no. No, no, you got yeah, to do it. You got to okay, do it. Okay, so I'll put it into the dice tower. Okay. And for November, I'm increasing the odds by 10%. Okay. So uh, that will be 50 for teammates... 30 for enemies. Okay. So we got a 50-50 chance right now. Let's go, big boy. Come on. Yeah, I want big boy. Big boy lived. Yes! Oh, big boy good? lived. Yes. Yes. A big boy survived. Yes. Welcome to the team, yes. big boy. Yes, big boy. <laughs> so does that mean we only have two extra party members? We have two party members and two Big enemies. boy Mark V and very Slytherin picky. Steve Phillips <laughs> yes. or whatever. And a lot yeah. have died. Mm-hmm. Two looked bad. I was concerned. Yeah, the way I do it is like one through five <laughs> survives, six mm-hmm. through ten. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Dice Tower. Thank you, Dice Tower. Yeah, thank you, Dice Tower. Dice Tower be praised. It's been a long time since somebody survived in our party. (laughs) It's rough out there. It's been a while. Uh, Ian. Hey. You won the final bet of 2018. You get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Eyes video you would like to promote. You get the final word, anything you disagreed with or want to reiterate or just popped into your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Take it away. Okay. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, my Twitter is Ian Hink, at Ian Hink, H-I-N-C-K. Uh, my final word is, I feel like I sounded kind of harsh when I was like, hey, China, just make them cardboard boxes. Didn't mean that to be, like, controversial. I was just saying, like, just reskin them with something innocuous, and then you wouldn't change the geometry. Whatever. Uh the video I'd like to promote is the Western musical that we made. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, it's called No Redemption. Kyle's in it. Jones is in it. I'm in it. Uh, Sarah El Male is in it. Uh, Gabby and Marissa, two friends of mine, are in it. Uh, Marissa, you might recognize from the Glee Project. Uh, Eric Lindbeck did some whispering. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's crazy musical. Please check it out. Um, and my trademark sign-off. I did everything else, right? Mm-hmm. My trademark sign off. Good night and good game.
What do you mean you let him out? Turned out to be a koala.